Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Flawless intro, as always. Of course. Chris Wolfhard. Are women bourgeois? And Dr. Agro. I, I think I may have leaked. Here on Gigaboots. I don't know what changed in me today, gentlemen, but I heard the intro theme and went, how long has it been since I've played Mega Man? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a, like a philosophical question? Like how many how many roads must a man walk down? No, it's it's more like a uh, I'm starting to itch and shake <laughs> question. I think that's oh, it's more like when a... Travis Touchdown goes too long without watching Char's <laughs> counterattack or I go too long without playing RE4. Yes, it is exactly <laughs> like that. It, it feels awful. I've never... This is a first for me. I usually don't spend that that much time away from Mega Man in order to miss it. And yet here we are in the year 2022, a true dystopia. <laughs> I'm a little high compared to everyone. There we go. Hello. Video games. We played them. What? Bob and I streamed 54.7 hours across six days. Yes. What is what is wrong with you? Armored Core Month is going to end on schedule. It is a fucking miracle. <laughs> you know, I, I I remember you saying more realistically two months, and then I guess I, I guess surviving always low on Dan video games <laughs> priority list. I'm like, well, if I just eat this in one bite, it, it, it's like imagine. Okay, you know when people are like, I can't balance my budget. You know, that meme of just like, I spent this, this many millions of dollars on scented candles. Uh, it is somewhere between that and the I can carry in all the bags from the grocery trip in one trip. I can do that in one trip from the car just fine. Uh, but for life management, where I'm like, I can probably escape Niceville sooner if I do two theme month lengths of content in one month. It was kind of like that. That sounds like content value. Yes, it, it has been. So, since last big think, we have beaten. <laughs> Bob's eyes roll up into the back of his head. It's since last big think, we have beaten Armored Core. Oh my God. I'm like, this, this can't be right, Bob. Okay. Nexus was last Friday, right? No. Of course not. How would we do 50 hours with just Nexus on Friday? No, it was Armor Core 3 inside the line on Friday. Uh, back to back. No way. Then we went to sleep for a few hours and came back on Sunday <laughs> and did Last Raven. It's only... No, we did Nexus on Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nexus. And, and then, then we booted Ninebreaker at the end of Nexus. Yes. Very excited to talk about that. The $100 <laughs> Armored Core game that I'd never seen before. <coughs> so we do three Silent Line, sleep for a few hours. Nexus, a little bit of Ninebreaker as a treat. And then... 12 hours of Pokemon on Monday to get the hell out of 6th gen. And then La Last Raven on a Tuesday night at midnight. So technically after it was we Wednesday, had done Wednesday. work. Yeah, after we did four so, hours so of podcast work. So we had work. recorded something and mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that was hard. Thank God I get to go to sleep now. And just before I go to sleep, <laughs> it pops up. Going live with more Armored Core. <laughs> at, at a certain point, I just... Every time I, I opened my phone to check the time, there was an announcement of a new Harvard Core stream. 
it's like it's like just knocking on your door. Hello, have you heard of our Lord and Savior, Armor Look, we need to escape the PS2. They made way too many of them on there. It was stagnating hard. I, I gotta, I gotta tell you guys, there was there was a secret moment that uh, happened on stream, but maybe wasn't absorbed completely. Like I feel like it's really hard to appreciate if you weren't here in person. But during one of those Armored Core streams, and I can't even tell you which. I can tell you it wasn't Last Raven, but that's it. Okay, during one of those. Mormons come and knock on the door. Oh, yeah. I think that was Silent Line. It was probably Silent Line. I answered the door. We have an RGB light in the background doing its color cycle and all this shit. Bob is clearly in view of the door holding a controller. And I step outside. and I'm like, hi, how can I help you? And they're like, we, we just want people to study about our, our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm like, I'm working. <laughs> and then I open the door and go back inside. To a psychedelic RGB lit room as Bob's holding a PS2 controller. I'm like, I'm sorry, we're gamers in this house. Get the fuck out. You you are the people they tried to warn me about in Sunday school. I, I feel like you're in a chick track somewhere. I'm sorry, I'm playing now, a video game where I murder people who are in unions for the sake of corporations that will soon screw me over. And then they're like, oh, I see you understand American evangelicalism. And then they leave. <laughs> exactly. If I just explain that, now, if I just explain that. Now, Dan, leave. I have an important question about all these Armored Core games. Uh-huh. How many of them are about breaking a cycle? Okay, so weirdly enough, <laughs> as we go on, they are less about breaking a cycle and more weirdly into direct sequels. And no bro broken cycles. Uh, the coolest thing about 3 and Silent Line. Also, guys, I I'm just going to say this whole Armor Core talk is going to be spoilers because you are probably not playing those games for the plot. No, there's no world in which you should do that. The plot's barely there in a lot of them. It's not a problem. Don't worry about it. But I'm going to put you up the image anyway. You can say all this anyway. about Dark Souls too, but a lot of YouTubers will come after you with knives if you do. That's true. All right, stream deck broke. Oh, that's great. I can't even pop up the fucking image. Awesome. That's 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 really great. Anyways, cool thing about Armored Core 3 uh, is that subterranean society run by an AI that is seemingly losing its mind. We're not sure. It just sends a murder team in to just kill an entire corporation. And people go... Why the fuck did that happen? <laughs> well, I mean, an, an AI decided to do it, so it's probably for the best. Yeah, oh, yeah. There, there are actually some companies that feel that way in universe. <laughs> yes. No, it's really good. There was one. I believe it was Mirage was kissing the ass of the AI the whole time. And you're like, man, fuck Mirage. Am, am I right, Crest? And Crest is like, to be honest, we've been just doing this up to this point to kiss up to it, too. And we're like, come on! So there was only one corporation that wasn't completely kneeling to the AI that's murdering people at random. But as you go to the end of this game in this subterranean society and you go and kill the rogue AI, it then performs its actual last function of letting you to the surface again. Humanity's just been sealed underground for hundreds of years. And at some point you start to get the idea, maybe, and maybe this is me bringing a lot to it. It's, you know, thin thin material here you get the idea of it knew that was its last function then said wait then i'll just be left down here with fucking no one and got nothing going on and y'all just leave 
fuck that, I'm keeping you underground. Like, there's a lot of... Like, the surface is a wasteland, humanity has to survive in caves, and but somebody's lying stories in science fiction. And mm-hmm. I've never seen, it's because the computer would be lonely. He <laughs> <laughs> might be scared. Uh, so, so, people who pay attention to what I, I've expressed about the Planet of the Apes series will know I'm a big fan of starting your sequel ten minutes later. Silent Line, in a complete change for the entire series, starts ten minutes later virtually. It's probably a few months, but you get to the surface and then they go, yeah, there's um something we're calling the silent line out here. And I'm like, oh, shit, they explained the subtitle right. almost immediately. <laughs> they're like uh, 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 um, a roving band of just mechs that are unmanned, unpiloted mechs will just kill anyone who tries to cross this line. Nice. It's pretty cool. So you're on the surface and there are a lot of interesting developments and. At one point, this is the reason why I'm going into the plot of the scene. One point, one of the corporations goes, things were really nice underground and layered. We we want the people who are down there to stay down there and keep working on things for us. And it's like they want to turn the entire subterranean colony into a work camp. Holy fuck. Yeah, they very overtly are like, no, we're going to set up like border checkpoints all around the the, the exit to the city. It's fucking like, insane. It's unveiled completely. It's like, what are you? Why are you telling this to me? I'm around mercenary. Yeah, there's a there's a I feel like Armored Core possibly might be the best execution of uh, of naval gazing into late stage capitalism of any game franchise ever. Ever and that includes roller coaster tycoons. <laughs> it it really has been fantastic. Um, with that said, that interesting story bits there out of the way. Three and Silent Line are too similar to two. I don't think three should have been numbered three. We play Nexus. They finally add dual analog stick controls. They redo tons of shit about it. They add tuning the parts so that way. You can spend 10 points to spec to make your weight less, uh, your cooling better, your defense against ammo types better. It's all sorts of stuff like that. And it's really great. It's a massive upgrade over the other ones. Problem, they didn't invest money in voice acting anymore, so the mission briefings are no longer spoken. Mm. Um, and plotline stuff-wise, it's not as much there. So it feels like a complete massive upgrade where it's just like, this should have been the one that was called 3 or 4 but they didn't spend as much budget on it. It really shows in some other ways, too. Like, there are not nearly as many stages, and none of them are as big. That's true. I think there are, like, six or seven maps. Yeah. And there are just a ton of missions at those maps. It kind of reminds me of Shinobido 2, where you just keep going back to, like, three maps. But it has, like, two to three times as many maps, but I was also thinking Shinobido 2, because that game literally has, like, four maps. Um, Yeah, it's a... it's Nexus is still incredible. That menu music, the soundtrack, amazing. Yes. Three and Silent Line are really disappointing on a soundtrack front. No penis music there at all. Nexus, tons, tons of dick <laughs> everywhere. You know how you can become a criminal in 2077? <laughs> Getting oh cock. That Twitter video is going to live rent free into my head until I die. <laughs> Anyways. And that was a great experience. But I knew long before we stepped into the arena that that would be the last good one on the PS2. So 
at the end of Nexus, we're like, uh, we're just going to check it. Let's just check out Ninebreaker. Now, for people who don't know, Ninebreaker is named after Ninebreaker, the man defe- who defeated Nineball. Who I keep calling Nine Balls. <laughs> he is a legend. So much so that the localization team named a completely rogue unknown AI character or something in Nexus Nine Ball to just be like, it's him, clap! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, US localization team. I will clap and then be confused. Uh, Nine Breaker, you would think, is like an amazing game focused on that they're really hanging it on the guy it's like if they made a bunch of cyberpunk games and then one of them was like adam smasher right it feels like that moment right and you have expectations this is the least game armored core there is (laughs) most of the game's training so it's just like get through this hole travel down this hallway and fast enough you have a timer go here's your rating and then there's the arena, and normally the arena's like, fight your way up. This one's weird. It's like, hit the search button after you've selected your tags. <laughs> and at first, there's only one tag, which is rank C. And then it will randomly generate people for you to fight. And it is obvious they're randomly generated. They have, like, completely random colors per part a lot of the time. I'm still thinking they could have taken, like, literally user-submitted data for that stuff. Possibly. That's the only other way you'd have this many. Right. It's way too many random things for it to be anything other than an algorithm or that. So, you beat enough of those, those search, those queried battles, and then you'll get an invitation to do an actually important battle, and then if you win that, your rank goes up by yes, and you get more tags... And then you can keep searching to... So we're, we, we're done with that after like an hour and a half. It's like, this isn't a game. There's no plot. There's no... Fuck all this shit. We're good. Mm-hmm. Then we played Pokemon uh, Y for 12 hours so we could beat it. Man, that story's even more of a mess than I thought it was the first time. Yeah, yeah. Playing it all at once really puts into light like how much of complete mess it is. Yeah. W- wasn't that the one where the enemy team was like, fuck the pores? Yeah. Yes. They they yelled that a couple times. You remember it well enough. <laughs> How were there poor it's people funny. in the Pokemon universe? France. <laughs> okay, France. I don't what do you want, man? What do you want? <sighs> For people who misconstrued my comments last week who don't understand the bar on which I operate. There was a traitor outside of a town that that killed three of our Pokemon because we didn't have type coverage. And that incensed me. (laughs) There was probably no real risk to us being able to beat it the next stream. I don't know. But I shouldn't be able to have three of my Pokemon knocked out by one guy because we didn't have proper type coverage. So the next week, uh, we got a machine gun and just tore through the rest of the game, basically. Uh, Pokemon Y. That game's not done. (laughs) That's about all I have to say, Bob. Yeah, like the entirety of the enemy team's plot and all three battles with the main villain of it happen within 30 minutes near the end. And it's really weird because each time you do the major battles with that guy, his team layout's completely different. It's just like that Pokemon you fought 10 minutes ago is seven levels higher and a different evolution now. And it's like, 
Yeah, but that was 10 minutes ago. It clearly was not supposed to be. He went to the hyperbolic time chamber. (laughs) Right? It literally feels like that every time. I spent 10 years in the hyperbolic time chamber. Now I'm Lysander Black. (laughs) And and then you do that. You go to the Pokemon League. Mm -hmm. Because this is before you beat the the 8th gym, even. Yeah. So you then go there, and the champion's like, oh, good job handling that stuff. It's like... Where were you? <laughs> Why did you do nothing? <laughs> oh, well, I'm the it, champ. It, it, it's so sad that the only, I feel like the only time the, the champ like intercedes is like Lance sort of in, in second yeah. gen. Mm-hmm. Which, then, and, um, and he shouldn't have. He should have been on a mountain somewhere staring off into the distance waiting for someone to challenge him. And uh, then that there's Alder the in fifth gen who just gets rinsed. Yeah, yes. which I'm like, when you fight him later, I'm like, how'd you get rinsed? Because he 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 forgot all of his moves. He didn't battle for like 30 years or something. Yeah, so that reinvigorated him. <laughs> yes. Uh, and n- nobody else ever again. Here's the thing, though. And while your comment is objectively wrong. Oh, and I guess I guess Leon tries and fucking Sword and Shield. Yeah. <laughs> what little story that fucking game has. Yes. And Steven tries. Yeah, we uh, this is the worst it's ever been, in my opinion. I think even Cynthia and Alder and everyone else shows up and matters more in the story than Diantha did. I think the weirdest thing is Diantha is introduced as being a friend of Lysander and should be there in the conflict at all. Right. Instead, she just vanishes from the story after being introduced in in the first six hours, maybe. Yeah, I think in the first two hours. She's in the main main, city. As soon as you get to the main city, you see her. She's like, hi, I'm friends with Lysander. Anyways, goodbye. And then she just fades away. Yeah, no one can notice that Lysander's clearly racist. Also, there's (laughs) one of the Elite Four is supposed to be a member of Team Flare. It just never comes up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many just plot threads that aren't done. Look, Bob, Lysander (laughs) was obviously a racist, but people didn't want to ruin the good vibes. Yeah, it's clearly. They're having a good Twitter space. (laughs) Somebody pointed out he's obviously a racist, and everyone's like, come on, man, you're ruining it. You're ruining the vibes. I really respect Lysander and you. Listen to to his Twitter space, uh, why the poor need to be extinguished, parentheses, prizes, PS5. (laughs) Also, it, a weird thing I forgot about completely because it only comes up once. Uh-huh. His plan isn't just to kill every human except for the Flare teams. His plan is to kill every Pokemon ever. Yeah, to summarize it, he feels bad for Pokemon suffering, so he's going to kill literally all of them. Yep. Wow, it's this like, isn't the Peter it, team. It, it, it's, <laughs> right? like, it's like somebody did a, lo- a whole lot of drugs, played Final Fantasy X, and is like, I need to make this villain. <laughs> <laughs> like you, like okay, we need to make a new Pokemon game. What is the enemy team trying to do? And you're you're looking at your list. And you're like, uh, steal Pokemon. No, we did that. Free Pokemon. No, we did that. Uh, uh, we're down to kill them all and sex them all. <laughs> <laughs> Very excited for ninth gen. <laughs> I'm like, like I it's see- that or make delicious food <laughs> out of them. Hearing you talk about how X and Y is just obviously unfinished. Yeah. It's like, so by by pattern recognition, 6th gen was bad. Uh-huh. And then 7th gen was really good. Or I get, so yeah, 7th gen was pretty good. Uh-huh. 8th gen was bad. 
Uh-huh. So by pattern recognition, Scarlet and Violet should hopefully be pretty good. I'm right. I, seriously, yes. That is a solid formula. And based on the trailers and everything, this is going to be the best one in a while, for sure. Um, Scarlet and Violet are going to be so good. I'm so excited. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I my theory going back into Pokemon 6 Gen was that by having the the scope in mind of the entire franchise, except for 7th Gen, people know I haven't beaten 7th Gen. Very excited to start our journey next week on that. But with the whole franchise in scope and Sword and Shield over here and 5th Gen over here, and it now not being a surprise that there's a drop from 5th Gen to 6th Gen that's uh, one might describe as meteoric. <laughs> Knowing that's coming on the roller coaster, that there would be ways that I would appreciate it that were new, that were not completely overcast by these other problems. Um, and these other problems would be less unexpected and thus less jarring to no. I am now convinced this is the worst gen. It, Sword and Shield, way better than sixth gen. Because there's any reason to go to it. 6th Gen is just a terrible version of a Pokemon game we saw way better in 2D numerous times before it came out. I do not know why I would ever go to 6th Gen. Yeah, it's it's such a shame that so many people came back for 6th Gen because it's like, it's the real 3D one. And then they came and then those people were like, looked at, at Sun and Moon like, oh, this is the actual first 3D one. Uh, yeah, I've told the story a billion times, so I'm just going to say it really quick. This was fucking X and Y it was the first time I could convince my brother to come back and play Pokemon again since first gen. And the fact that it was just like, here's Viridian Forest again. You like a Kakuna? Anyway, here's your Bulbasaur. I'm just like, I don't know why it's doing this, Steve. I swear to God. Everybody just starts clapping. Um Yeah, so so coming back, I'm actually even less happy with it than I was. I guess. Uh, I'm very excited for Sun and Moon. I'm very excited for Sword and Shield. We will not have time to do anything else, unfortunately, before the new gen comes out, unless mm. we do uh, the, the hilarious joke stream ahead of Scarlet and Violet. You know, it's still on the table to be done after Scarlet and Violet, but I made the joke of, yeah, and then we do Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, and I have to beat the entire game in one stream, and the only Pokemon Bob can draw for the whole stream is Pikachu. <laughs> send in your Pikachu requests. No, so you have to save the all you can only draw Pikachu thing for when you do Pokemon Yellow. I don't want to. I don't want to do any original versions of first gen because it will just take longer and not <laughs> have more but, content. But that's the version that has Jesse and oh, Jesse and James are also in Let's Go Pikachu, aren't they? I think so. Oh, yeah. Are they? Yeah. It's been long enough. I forgot. Pikachu is Gardevoir. Pikachu, but Hex Maniac. Hey, those taxes still apply, so that's a $100 Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> if, you Pico, Pikachu. if you want to request that, fine. Um, anyway. So, Sun and Moon next week. So excited because I'm convinced we will get as far as I got on my original playthrough in just episode one. Probably. I remember you dropped really quick. Yeah, I only got maybe eight hours in. And then I was like, it's so linear. I, it's so railroaded. It's like Final Fantasy 13, but it's not pretty enough. It's not enough of a himbo to earn it. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 is, it is admittedly pretty linear. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm like, okay, it's so much better than 6th gen. I'll take it. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Of course. Why wouldn't you? 
the real chats here being Oraz, you know, Oraz being that much better than uh, 6th gen is pretty, pretty appreciable in retrospect. It does, it's just like, man. It's so weird to even consider it the same gen. gen. Yeah. Like, it's such a huge difference between it that oh, yeah. and this. 100%. Uh, 6th Gen, by the way, was the first, if I recall correctly, global release of a Pokemon game for anyone who's curious. Hmm. Um, so what that means is this translation is the worst it's ever been. The localization is the roughest it's ever been, in my opinion. We haven't gone back and played the original version of 1st Gen, so maybe back then it's a little worse. But there are a lot of, to put it in other ways, which is how that clip hit Twitter of us just sitting there and we had had four conversations in a row where characters would not stop going. Here's what I'm saying. Put to, to put it another way. And then they would just repeat themselves. And I'm like, I need you to stop. <laughs> yes. I need you to stop now before I just commit a crime. <laughs> I will say. Uh-huh. Uh, Sixth Gen. Yeah. Does have. And I will die on this hill. Yeah. Uh really good legendaries mm. probably the best since three so so you think x and y with with xerneas and avotel mm -hmm. why is that just they're cool oh yeah like like by design oh, okay, okay. I, was like, like, I, I, I never give a shit wise. about legendary stats or what they do or no no yeah i ignore them entirely <laughs> i was just i was just making clear i was like maybe he's just like i like deers and birds <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking at fucking palky and my team going like what the fuck is this thing <laughs> why does this exist <laughs> fifth gen has some great legendaries the problem is it has way too many and it's just like here are four deers three cloud gods or two cloud God, gods yeah, i was, I was try, I'm trying to remember any of the legendaries from black and white i'm like you get reshiram and zekrom and necrozma <laughs> i'm just kidding seventh gen has really good legendaries the cover ones especially Bob, have you have you seen that thing that's going around where it's if you stick the cover of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon next to each other, they actually form Ultra Necrozma's face? No. At the seam? Huh. I'm like, oh shit, that's actually really cool. Fuck! Nice. Unfortunately, I think that's the one gen where we only have one copy between me and Tosh. Mm. Because I didn't even... I didn't get the Ultra. I wasn't... Right. I didn't beat the original. Why would I get that? But yeah, no, it's really cool. I'll see if I can pull up an image just to show, show stream chat in a bit. What's up, Bob? I'm trying to remember the legendaries for Sun Moon, weirdly. Oh, okay, yeah, now I got them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The lion in the bat. Right? Yeah. yeah pretty good. Is that Solgaleo or Solgaleo a different... No, that's, no, that, that's yeah, Solgaleo Sol and I... And Noivern. Zubat! Mega Zubat. Um, but yeah... I'm very excited. So then we played Armored Core Last Raven. <laughs> now, for people who don't remember the story, I bought this game at a GameStop for a budget-ass price in 2006. And after playing Nexus, I was like, this series finally did it. We're there. I never saw Nine Breaker back in the day. That was the $100 game, by the way. And for anyone who missed the intro, where I'm like, this is the $100 one. It's training missions and terrible arena structure. Anyways. So I put in Last Raven back in the day. It kicks my absolute shit in by the second and third mission. Just devastated. Horribly wrecked. Reason why? You're supposed to bring in a fully built out save file from Nexus. 
where you have like $10 million, and that's the only way it was ever designed to be played. So, we do that this time. I didn't realize I still had the game. I, I could have sworn I traded it in, but something in me made me keep Last Raven, so that's cool, because that means I own every PS2 Armored Core except for Ninebreaker, which is $100. Fuck that. Last Raven is still a relatively hard Armored Core, but when compared to another age with its last missions that were like the four nightmare missions, the four gods, the four kings, it's not that bad. So we beat a root. And we're like, okay, that ending fucking sucked. What was with that? And it's like, oh, this one is uh, multiple endings, multiple roots. That's the difference here with Last Raven. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. And the interesting thing is this brings back a little bit more budget. You know, you get you get an intro CG cutscene that's kind of neat. You get story that's there. And it's like this corporation, this organization of rogue ravens has declared a war against the Megacore. Because this actually, weirdly enough, takes place after Nexus... And all of the corporations have formed one mega core called the Alliance. And the Ravens are like, fuck that. We're going to kill you. Anyway. So you have a 24-hour countdown to when they're going to launch the attack. And so you do these missions that take place across that. Depending on which missions you take up, you end up on one of six different routes. I believe it was six. We do one. Ending sucks. It basically just goes, fight these choppers. Oh no, what are these big bombers? Blow them up. Okay, you beat the game. And I'm like, that didn't, there was no event. There was no nothing. I have no idea what happened. You just played credits yeah. and the game ended. <laughs> so we do another route. This route is 80% identical to the one we did. Maybe 90% identical to the one we did, where it's just like, we're fighting the same people. We're doing the same thing. But there was one fight where this coked up bitch was like, hey, I don't care about your fucking virtues and ethics. Come fight me in the desert, you fucking cuck. And we're like, that bitch is crazy. We're not fighting her. <laughs> the difference was fighting her. So this time through, we're doing mostly the same content, but we're, we're answering her calls, which I think is a mistake. Obviously was. <laughs> we go through the entire playthrough, and then as we figure out in this playthrough the nature of the unmanned war machines and where the factory is and what's causing all of this and the suicide bomber factory is the same place driven by its AI. We go to the final mission. We're gonna end it all. We blow up all of its energy sources and it shuts down. And then out of the ceiling dro drops the coked up bitch. And she is the most I am cheating thing I've ever seen in an armored core game. She never lands. She has infinite energy. She has six weapons on her, so the weight thing doesn't exist for her. She has human plus, 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 where she has all these stat buffs that you cannot get in this game. And she just doesn't land. She literally moves like a Zone of the Enders mech. As I'm just sitting here like, fuck. <laughs> I feel like a mech warrior mech in comparison. I'm just fucked. We tried for what must have been two hours to beat her. And then we gave up because we already beat the game once. Fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah. And that was Last Raven. You either get no ending because they didn't make one or no ending because she stops you. But she's the hardest route. So. And that's Armored Core Last Raven. It's pretty cool. There's a lot of promise. But man. That structure means you're replaying a lot of the same content. Yeah. And also, this is the first one in the series that has uh, a garage theme, like for the menu where you get to customize your Mac, which is literally painful to listen to. It has a weird droning, like, 
record scratch like car or chalkboard scratch let me explain it's basically the equivalent of like if you found a way to make a techno machine a synthesizer make the sound of a nail going across a window it's excruciating and that loops that's the loop so this is the first one that Miyazaki worked on. <laughs> <laughs> he was a planner on this game. So the structure and the idea of this is his. Uh, that game seems really neat. That, that last boss was a fucking nightmare. But that's it. That's all we played in the 54 hours. 54.7 hours. Yeah, it was hardly anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> we should have streamed more games, honestly. Clearly. But uh, this Friday, we get to play Armored Core 4, the next-gen experience. To prepare us for that, we... Uh, we watched the X-Play review. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The X-Play review is like, if you're sent in to kill a guy and you kill him, the mission ends. That's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how no matter how many X-Play reviews you watch, they're all the worst X-Play reviews. <laughs> and, possibly, and possibly the worst game review ever. Oh, my God. I, I got to say, I saw you posted the cover for Armored Core 4. Yeah. I, I had forgotten that Armored Core 4 existed, so yeah. I, I was hurtled back in time <laughs> you're like oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah it honestly has a visual identity that's so different from the other armor course so i could imagine just the box art in your memory slips out of space not like it, attached to it, anything it's been so long and like now that we are on the on the other side of the square enix font fiasco yeah and it's just that but reverse color <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, me and Bob are proud to announce we're going to start doing React streams where we only watch X-Play reviews. God, could you imagine? It's just us like cringing for hours. It would be pretty funny. Though. I'm just fucking now, angry uh, drinking uh, out of a flask. Okay. How many X-Play reviews have you guys watched? Dude, I don't. Okay, so a lot, a lot. Yes. I've seen at least two dozen because I watched it back when I was trapped in the middle of the woods with nothing better to do. How do they stack up to 2010-era YouTube movie reviews? Are they the exact same, just without skits? I would actually say they're a little worse. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds insane, but a little worse, yeah. Because it's like, it's like listening to a person who's never played a fucking video game explain why a game is gay. <laughs> That's how it yeah, feels. Yeah, that is how it comes off That's every how it time. feels every fucking time. It's like every script is sent through a comedy writer who's never played a video game and has like an organ that most of the rest of us don't have that injects bile into their personality. <laughs> yes. <laughs> where they're just like, where they're just like, Okay, Morgan Webb, you did not enjoy this game. So there will now be 10 million penis metaphors about the game and its performance. Armor Core, I need a game that can perform for more than one minute at a time. I don't want to go disappointed looking for another game after the short, not enjoyable experience. It was bad. It was truly, truly bad. That's, it doesn't... It takes a lot for me to be like, I think it's worse than 2010's <laughs> movies. It's, it's constantly depressing how we, we, we as a culture, gamers, <laughs> uh huh, kind of deserve everything everyone thinks about us. 
I blame X-Play yeah, and, and GameFAQs. All of G4 feels like something done to gamers, not by gamers. Yeah, no, that was... That's G- true. G4 was branded upon us. Yes. That's true. The death fact ba- they bought... Death Battle X-Play reviews versus Doug Walker's review of The Wall. <sighs> so, very excited for Armor Core 4. I have not played that game since it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me check You still the haven't gotten a 4? There's still no. a 4? Yeah, there's yes, still one tomorrow. Sorry. What let is this, me, Assassin's Creed? Let me explain. <laughs> I'm very excited to stream the 11th Armored Core game on Friday. Armored Core 4. Armored Core times New Roman. Very excited. Uh, for people who don't know, our plan currently, <laughs> let's see how that goes, is 4 on Friday and 4 answer on Sunday. 4 answer is actually directed by Miyazaki. Yeah, his first directed game, I think, right? I believe so. Something like that. Yeah. I didn't know this was a thing. Uh, not Hayao Miyazaki. Miyazaki no, from yeah, Dark Souls. I understood that. I <laughs> God damn it. No, I didn't, I didn't know four answer would. Yeah. I haven't heard of anything past four. Yeah. There's, there might be a reason. I don't know. People the, say the, four answers like the best one of these. Yeah. Literally everyone's saying that. So I'm really excited for four answers. Like, I, I have a very very vivid memory of you being excited for Armored Core 4 and me going, what the fuck is Armored Core? Yeah. And and then just like this sheer cutoff, and I'm like, I don't remember Dan playing Armored Core 4 or talking about Armored Core 4 or reminiscing about Armored Core 4 at all. I did not like Armored Core 4 when it came out. I was disappointed as hell. I, de- I can't tell you why other than I can't, t- I can't exactly specifically say why. There are missions where you absolutely have to make a light mech or you're completely and utterly fucked, but, you know, that happens in Armored Core games. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I'm very excited for Friday, though. That's gonna be good. People keep scaring us, though. Let me explain. In the rest of Armored Core month, there's Armored Core 4, 4 Answer. We're gonna go to the PSP to look at the AI creation game for, like, two hours and go, ha, ha, ha. How funny. <laughs> and then we're going to go and the next Friday do five and verdict day. Those came at the end of that generation. Yeah. Yeah. They're five. <laughs> I'm uh, learning so much. People scared us. They tell us five and verdict day are the fucking worst in the entire franchise. And I'm, as I've been rolling here, like a pig in mud and shit, I just go, how? <laughs> I, like- I played another age. Another age where it's like, there's a train track. Stand on this side of the rails and fight choppers. Okay. Now stand on that side of the rails and fight choppers. Like, I don't... I don't know. Like, it's not too surprising to me. That's a game where both of us played the demo for it, and we're like, no, thanks. Yeah, I mean, I remember a lot of the reason why is, like, that demo ran, like, total shit. Oh, yeah? What was it on? A, a, P- a PS... PS3. Wow. Yeah. How come Dark Souls 2 gets a port to the PS4, but Armored Core 5 doesn't? I think we're about to find out. It's a fucking mystery. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty excited. Don't worry, that, that PS4 port ruined it. <laughs> or did it merely reveal it to be Evergrace 2 with the saturation <laughs> turned down? See, I, I'm one of the people who are like, no, the re-release of Dark Souls 2 was, they, they were just like, what if we added even more enemies and put them all in even worse places. 
Oh, is this a uh, scholar the first sin? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah, everybody's got an opinion. So, okay, here's the best thing. Bob has been playing Armor Core 2. Um, I mentioned this on a couple... Or sorry, Dark Souls 2. Yeah, Dark Souls 2. I mentioned this, the first sin. I mentioned this on a few different streams, but I haven't mentioned it on Big Think Dimension yet. Just looking at it. Just looking at the fucking game. As someone who's played Elden Ring, the Demon Souls remake... Dark watch people play Dark Souls 1 and 3. Looking at Dark Souls 2 feels like if a cast of comedians were hired and made to wear the Seifeld cast clothing <laughs> and then just stand in their places and make an episode of Seinfeld, how uncomfortable that makes you. Because it it's trying so hard to look like a Dark Souls. But yes. it's not. Yeah, no, it's, you see yeah. it for the first time. You're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's, it's so weird. It's, weird. it's bizarre. Yeah. Like the, the environment and, and design the reason alone. it has pe people who will kill over it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or like they really like, because it's so weird and surreal. Um, the, as far as I have seen, through all the people who've come to streams and we've talked to there across years across years and me and talking to people in person at gamestop the only people who seem to like that game and seem to think it's the best dark souls game that's their first one and that that ooh. like that you, usually i have even one example where bob's wrong to temper uh, uh, an assertion like that no i i understand why someone would like that one more because it's but it's not the same type of game hmm it, it's hard to explain, but I feel like you could like Dark Souls 2 more from the angle of like, there's all these crazy builds you can do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's a rel and, and, it, and it's not colossal like Elden Ring. So I, I actually do wonder if Elden Ring will like eat some of the Dark Souls 2 fan base. Because it's mm. also that there's all these this crazy shit and there's all these interactions you'd never expect. Like I, I got fed Elden Ring bit videos by the fucking algorithm. <laughs> uh, you know the gods the Godskin duo? Yeah. Those assholes. Did you know if you just throw sleep pots at them, they just get sweepy and fall the fuck over? <laughs> okay. That works. So there's like all these weird things of like, no, you could you you effortlessly cheese this this boss by doing this one thing. And there's That's like something like that for every single boss in the game. Oh yeah. That's the good shit. But yeah. I sitting here this far into our record month, having said I wish Armored Core, I wish Dark Souls fans would ever play Armored Core because it's like literally or, or any other FromSoft game or any other any FromSoft game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I realized that, that there's no bringing them over to my side. So the only thing I could do is invade their side. Mm -hmm. So I'm here to announce for a $30,000 stream goal. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it for me. That's all I played. Uh, the Call of Duty beta went back up, so I get to play that. Uh, I, I, I need to get this out here right now. That doesn't look like a real game. That game looks so fucking incredible. I just... It made me feel like some of the absolute top-of-the-line Sony shit, like Horizon Forbidden West, where you're just like, how the fuck is this fucking real? That looks fake. He's hitting the buttons and it's doing shit. <laughs> you can't do that in real time it's like you can't do that on tv mm -hmm. but it's more like you can't do that physically in this reality <laughs> that's how it feels that call of duty looks immaculate it runs at like 
an insanely high-end 120 frames per second if you set it up in that mode. And I'm like, oh, man, video games. Fuck yeah. You know, kind of like how one might feel if they get an RTX 4090, which I will talk about later. <laughs> I would simply uh, get out of my Tesla, <laughs> go to the Best Buy, and just put down a $2,000 pre-order. Anyways... That's it's not 2000. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just like buying your GPU at a Best Buy. Weirdly enough, at one point in the shortage, that actually was a winning strategy twice. Actually, wow. Yeah, it was fucking yeah, weird. It was like bad things got. <laughs> yeah, that's how <laughs> that bad the world got. turned on its head. Uh, we have multiple members of our fan base, our viewership, who did pick up a 3000 series GPU at a Best Buy because that was the best way to do it. They just the manufacturers just ship them to Best Buy without announcing them online or selling them directly or giving mm -hmm. to an online store. It, they just got it there. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I, it's probably a fool's errand to dream and wish of such a thing, but it sure would be cool if the 4000 series could go anything like that anywhere near launch of like... Anyways, Bob. Yeah. You play video games. Yes, I in fact played the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 beta. Oh. I actually did that. Fucking asshole. I know. I look <laughs> real. Uh, is it real, Bob? It is real. Wow. It does look incredible. There is a third person mode, which is really weird. I played like <laughs> one match of that and I was like, I'm done here. That's not. Oh, maybe I'll actually look at that then. I have to wonder. I don't, if know, I don't know. Something about actually, first person Call of Duty always bothered me. Here's the thing, Chris. Bob, tell them the weird thing about the third person the mode. The weird thing about the third person mode. If you aim down the site, you go first person. <laughs> Oh no no we're not we we're, we're not fucking <laughs> with that like we're not doing zoom that yeah. just, just full zoom in. <laughs> that's so good <laughs> it's really strange I don't know who Can, thought that was the idea I don't, I don't know how stat heavy these games get can you like spec into reducing the time that takes I I mean <laughs> so yeah actually you, you do get to have all the gun modifications where you can that make, help you the bring it up. happen faster right so in nice. theory that should affect that hell yeah Devil's Third too. <laughs> I was like, there's some seventh gen game that reminds me of, and yeah, very, very well could have been. Okay, I swear I'm not doing a bit. Okay. Uh -huh. You said Modern Warfare 2. Yes. Haven't we already done the remake of Modern Warfare 2? No, we did the remake of Modern Warfare 1, and then we did the remaster of Modern Warfare 1 and 2, but those are different from the remakes of them. Okay, this is that's just, probably what I'm thinking to, of. Modern Warfare, again, being and, Call and, of Duty and, 4. And really, yes. really Halloween is the sequel to Halloween, <laughs> and but the not really a sequel to Halloween. Here. This isn't a remake of Modern Warfare 2. No. This is a sequel to the remake of Modern Warfare 1. A completely distinct and noteworthy thing. <laughs> yes, because a <laughs> remake of Modern Warfare 1 is really just the same characters but completely different plot. Right. So making a sequel to that would not be the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back to like 2006 and, and like trying to imagine COD bros back then dealing with this kind of weird ass, because this is some some JRPG bullshit. It is. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, so this is what you would call Modern Warfare 2. 2. So you played Final <laughs> Fantasy 3 asterisk. Yes, yeah, so Lightning did return this time. Yes! <laughs> awesome. We got her out. Um, they, the tr really cool trigger stuff from Cold War is not there. 
Yeah, for people who sad. don't know, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is actually one of the most impressive uses of adaptive triggers outside of Astro. So, it, like, each and every gun felt different, mm-hmm. and each bullet properly reacted on the trigger. Um, hearing that from Bob is so depressing. Surprisingly, the haptics on the controller, other than that, uh-huh. non-trigger stuff, feel better. That is easier to do. Yeah, like that That feels like really well done with all the explosions and stuff happening uh, and feeling like it comes from the proper side of the controller. It's really neat. Yeah. It sucks, though. Yeah. No, I, I really miss that. That's absolutely one of the coolest things from Cold War. Uh, it's got that thing where you can aim down the site, and then if you're next to a wall, you mount on it like Killzone 2. You can like hit a button, and, and it, you, like, you, you set your gun with the wall. I feel like another Call of Duty has done this, but I'm not even sure. I'm yeah, just, I'm not cause, sure. Because my head just jumps all the way back to that, to the kill zone paradigm. Yeah, that's... Mm. That's fair. Um, but that, that that's pretty cool. It lets you get, like, some better vantage points and stuff. Right. Um, it also adds... You know how you can normally do the... climb, or, Like, you climb over small things. Mm-hmm. Now you can, like, grab a ledge mm-hmm. and peek up over it and shoot. Oh yeah, as long okay. as you have, like, so a something that's like this high, yeah, you can like properly really go. Wow, hmm. huh? Yeah, so you can climb up things. There's a lot more verticality because of that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just imagining a fucking U.S. Marine Corps motherfuckers hanging by his elbows <laughs> on something that's this high. <laughs> so from behind, his legs are just dangling, and his ass is hanging out. I'm mm-hmm. sure it looks very funny from the third person. I didn't try it on that. Man, okay, all right, that's cool. And another weird thing they changed is uh, perks. Now you pick four perks total. I don't want. Mm, okay, go ahead. Go. The first two you just have at all times. The next two unlock throughout the match. Like you unlock the third one after so many kills or so many point racks so, up. Oh, okay. And those are. It, it seems that they put more powerful perks to okay, a, a, something so, like that to, so they don't need to balance them as hard like okay so it's a division of things where the things that are ridiculous will unlock later in the point scale yeah like the the going down and then be able to shoot people while you're down for a second before you bleed out that's now like one of the highest end things i'm trying to remember what they call that second wind or something something like, something that. like that okay um, so that's one of the highest ones yeah because they the, i think they realized that that's I think unbalanced that's... and they previously this stuff has just been removed before yeah, I know. So seeing the perk put in like this, I'm like, well, that's a neat idea of a way to get them in there again. I'm actually more interested in how that affects the feeling of a battle. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of different genres do a better job of making it feel like there's a beginning, middle, and an end to the gameplay flow. Mm-hmm. And Call of Duty has never really done that as far as I know. It's kind of just similar shooting the whole time. Yeah. Like, sure, for the first minute... You won't have as many kill streak rewards, but even past one minute, it's like those start popping and shit. You know, you play something like a MOBA. Right. A MOBA's very different at the beginning of the match, the middle of the match, and the end of the match. So that I'm interested in how that'll affect that. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna cause too big an effect on that. I figure but- when people just start popping out the shit that it's like kind of ridiculous. <laughs> is is martyrdom in the game? I don't th- I didn't see martyrdom, luckily. Um, they did put the, like, sleight of hand, the stuff where you can switch weapons and reload a lot faster. That's on, like, the third one. 
but it does let it be completely insane how fast you reload stuff. So I'm like, okay, I'll take that. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because I've always thought that was cool. Because then if you obsessively reload, it's like no impact. Right. Um, but yeah, that this seems really cool. It gives you three maps to mess with. Uh, the beta's up again now, so you can go play it. Mm. Uh, I think that lasts until Sunday or something. It's like the 26th, whenever that yeah, is. Yeah, if the 26th is the correct day, that should be about Tuesday. Let me check. Um, yeah, that, that would Monday. Monday. Because the last one ended on last Tuesday. Okay. So that makes sense. Uh, I'm probably going to play a bit more of it. It does seem like a lot of fun. Um, I like two of the maps they have. That, like, they have this one hotel map, which is like a big indoor building mm-hmm. um, with multiple entrances to it. And then another one that's like... A, it reminds me a lot of some Modern Warfare 2 original maps where it's set yeah. in some blown out streets. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's a lot of fun. Then there's this other one that's a marketplace in some sort of uh, Hispanic country, probably Brazil, but I don't know if they actually say where. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that one's horrible. <laughs> they, they don't say where it is, but they assure you it was Russia's fault, whatever happened. Yes. <laughs> this is the remake timeline. <laughs> <laughs> I have to wonder how bad this story is going to be. Oh, with that. oh, I fucking dude! I'm so excited to replay the original one and two, mm-hmm. and then the remake of one, and just have a stroke, and then be like, "Okay, what are you guys doing this time?" Because <laughs> uh, what was it last time? Last time, yeah, on Call of Duty, I believe it was the 2019 release of Modern Warfare, the remake. They changed a slight thing in the writing where they're like, this war crime wasn't America. It was Russia, actually. Yes, they did do that. (laughs) That's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm kind of excited (laughs) in a certain way to just be like, how are we going to fuck shit up this time? You know who repealed Glass-Steagall? The Russians. How could they do that? Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah. Didn't didn't they say, like, the 2024 call of duty was going to be about iraq all i remember is that the 2023 call of duty is going to be just an update to warzone there's no game that year and yeah that's, that's why i said 2024 like they, right. the, they established the one and then i'm sitting here like wasn't call wasn't modern warfare the original already in the middle east i like i failed to see yeah. the the significance this yeah. might be a bit more about the real life stuff. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> real life as presented to you by the State Department. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. They have an expert who's telling them what to tell us. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I think this, this year's game, no matter how good it is, it is just going to have this dark cloud hanging over it of next year's game isn't a whole game. <laughs> yeah. Next year's game is Warzone. I don't like Warzone. If Warzone was more like normal Call of Duty, I might like it more, but it's Battle Royale, you know? That's a really different thing structurally. Right. This this kind of had the burden of possibly being the last Call of Duty in a way. Yeah. Because there's... If that... Between, if the deal goes between through... Between Microsoft and Activision's own, like, devol- devolving, mm-hmm. right? Them decomposing Activision is. Yeah. Just between those two elements alone, it's just like, shit's gonna be weird for Call of Duty going forward, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. There's no telling if it comes back and is better, or if it comes back and literally all talent is left, and uh, the, it's not the same game at all. Or it comes back and the campaign's a third as long... Because somebody has decided that nobody actually cares about the campaigns. Yep. 
when it's seventy dollars. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> so that's exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to check out the beta. Yeah, uh, I also played um, Dragon Ball the Breakers. Oh assume, no! Is, is this this is the asymmetrical multiplayer thing, right? Uh-huh. Yes. I assume no one else has tried this. Mm-mm. Okay. No. <laughs> this has a big intro where you you play as a random creator guy mm-hmm. in a in a Toriyama style. You can make nothing but horrible looking freaks. Oh yeah, <laughs> always. Uh, you do this mission where Trunks helps you escape to his time dimension. Because uh, he's a time patroller or whatever. What what mm-hmm. it exactly? Yeah, yeah time he calls patrol. Him, it's just time patrol. Yeah, he just calls himself a patroller. So I I wasn't clear for a while. Um, they introduced two OCs that are uh, also there with trunks, and they look terrible. Like I don't think Toriyama would ever draw anyone who looks this bad. <laughs> um, and then we just find the the mechanics are literally. Cell is trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. Now, is this purple cell or normal cell? This is normal cell. Okay. <laughs> he starts in, like, first form unevolved cell, and then throughout the match, he, he levels up and gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> he gets huge? Yes, he gets... He, get, he eventually becomes perfect cell. And the size of a building. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's seven people running away from cell and looking for stuff in the environment. The whole thing is just around finding these keys that are time keys of some sort. And then activating the time machine with them to try and uh, escape from this weird parallel dimension that's being wreaked havoc on by Cell. Hmm. Um, it's strange and doesn't seem very fun as you wander around this map that is gigantic. Like this is the size of a like battle royale map, and you have seven guys. You can clear it pre- you can move around pretty quickly, like you have a jump pad you can show down and you have a grappling hook. But it's still just, man, I sure I'm just looking for boxes of scattered around this ma- map, hoping that I get something that'll either help me move faster around the environment or you get bazookas and stuff. I assume you could do sell with that. I didn't even run into sell. I lost the map because once in a while throughout the match, like the, the, their equivalent of zone shrinking is cell gets to choose a giant section of the map that just blows up. <laughs> So instead of having like a clear zone, you're trying to like it's narrowing down. And you're trying to get through. It's just a gigantic chunk. So you could well be in that section, that giant chunk that's going to die. I, was, I never expected this experience to be simulated in a Dragon Ball game. Of you were in that part of town, idiot. <laughs> do they do they not give you time to get out of the zone? It gives you a little time. Uh huh. Not enough, and they just I couldn't find a good clear map. <laughs> do does Cell okay, do you know what Cell does to do that? Does he do like a cool like and then Um they sh- I think he does like a Kamehameha. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of like Saiyan saga people doing weird like this shit and then it explodes. Yeah, it needs Nappa. We just need Nappa. Yeah, there. we need Nappa. It would be really great. It's like all the biggest threats in Dragon Ball. Frieza, Cell. N- Napa. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, at a certain level, it becomes academic. <laughs> I mean, if you're a farmer, Napa's pretty I mean, scary. Yeah, yeah to, a far- to a farmer, Napa and Frieza are effectively the same. Right. right. You know. Yeah. At a certain point, it's just how long does it take him to walk to you to kill you in one hit? <laughs> the, uh, 
the beta has a giant poster of Oolong just up in the main area. So is he, is he the like next a villain? wanted poster? No, it's like it just says open beta. It has Oolong looking at it. Oolong's uh, actually in the game. Bob, they were trying to find an image to, to stick next to the word beta. <laughs> Uh, after you get introduced to OC people, you get teleport your time again in tutorial, and you meet Bulma uh, from original Dragon Ball in Dulong. So they come back to the, the uh, time patrol center with you. Sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just keep thinking of fucking Power Rangers. Go ahead. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think the only thing that was really positive about this is when you... When you um, queue up for a game mm -hmm. and find one, your characters get sucked into a portal. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very funny. Nice. Other than that, I'm like, yeah, this is uh, really weird. I wonder if you'll find an audience here. <laughs> I, I, I realize that, listen, when you're <laughs> legally obligated to ship a game based on this IP every single year or you lose that IP license, they can't <laughs> all be winners. In fact, None of them can. I, I do. Fighters still was a winner. Fighters is the winner. <laughs> like, like you can you you could tell me to my face this game is terrible all day long. <laughs> yeah, but my heart won't believe it yeah, right, until no. I play it. You right, have to same. go play it. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was going to say. Like, I I I played fucking Dragon Ball Z G muds back in high school. Like, I realized there's. There's a certain level of Dragon Ball operates on that makes brain chemicals go where it's just like, oh, the number went up. I think the funniest thing in this one got some power levels. You can find a dragon radar to help you find these keys. Okay. Are they dragon key? I don't know. I think Bulma Repolograms the dragon radar. Okay. So oh, now okay. It finds sure. Keys. Yeah. Um, it's hilarious because your main character will just, you go first person for this. The old game is third person. You go first person. It's a, his hand is completely still. <laughs> Absolutely still like you're playing Chex Quest or something. You're, you're <laughs> just slide around with it. You're just, you're just an undead ghoul. <laughs> it's so unbelievable. Beautiful. Um, you do get to play as Farmer with Shotgun, right? No. No? No. I thought he was in this game. Not that I've seen. Maybe you can make him, but I didn't, I didn't mess with the character too much. I saw people made some really weird stuff. <laughs> I've seen enough Xenoverse to... Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. He just got confirmed. He's okay. DLC, says Chad. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that fucking rules. <laughs> they didn't want to unbalance the game by adding in the shotgun too early. It's a level 56 on, game, on our battle pass. Uh, the other things I played this week, I think other people have played, like, anyone else play Wolong? I played Wolong. Okay. I didn't. So at least we got Chris and me. This game sure is weird. Yeah. Uh, th based on, unless, unless they put out another demo that feels significantly different from this, this will probably be the first one of these Team Ninja Soulsy type games I just skip. Yeah, that's fair. Like, like, it feels bad. Yeah, it does feel intentionally bad in some ways. I like the traversal like, stuff, like the climbing the round yeah, mountains and stuff feels pretty neat, neat and I'm glad they have that, jumping that's, in. That's neat, but then there's stuff like, and I have to assume this is just a, a mistake with this demo. I can't imagine it's it's like this in the main game, but um, you're, Bob, did you have the experience of when you're, where your heel just wouldn't come out? Oh, yeah. 
That's been a problem I, in all of these. Like all the Neos have a problem where the heal just doesn't work sometimes and need the matchup, but this is the worst it's ever been. Yeah, it, it feels like in most of the normally in one of these games they have they they buffer it. So if you hit heal and you're in an animation you can't cancel out of, the heal will just come out when you're done with the animation. Mm -hmm. In this, it feels like it just gets eaten and every animation can't be done with the heal. So you have to be standing perfectly still doing nothing and then hit the heal button and then you may heal. You are permitted to heal. Yeah, it, it's unclear exactly what's causing it not to work as much as it does. Because like you're saying, it, it feels like it won't even come out when you're just moving. Like not attacking, but moving. <laughs> and boy, does that dodge feel like shit. Yeah, they did a weird two-part dodge like Neo does, but for some reason the first part is now this blocking dodge that doesn't move you. It's bizarre. Um, it, it feels like it. Th this really feels like them being like, we want to do something more Sekiro-ish because you have the momentum gauge type deal because in this game uh, you have, instead of a stamina bar, you have what is called the spirit gauge and it's it has two sides, a blue side and an orange side, and doing anything that would cost stamina fills the orange side. And and pressing your attack fills the blue side, or if you have orange, it'll empty the orange side. So, so you, you only one side can be full at a time. Mm. So doing anything that would cost stamina, like using your special techniques, um, blocking, attacking aggressively, those all fill the orange side, and when it maxes out, you like fall down into your eviscerate me state mm -hmm. and that feels a lot like Sekiro yeah this definitely wants to be Sekiro but I think that they actually make it feel worse which is crazy because it's what? not from soft yeah, yeah like I said this is the this is the first one of these where I'm like this feels like a from soft game like uh, to use that I, I talked about how it's a blocking dodge thing for the first thing but I feel like I need to literally just stand still and not be moving for that to properly work as a block um which does not lead to me feeling good like if if i need to completely remove my left thumb from that stick <laughs> to use this block it's strange it it also has this weird element to it like it feels like the it, it's not a block it's like a parry mm -hmm. but yeah, it you have feels a regular like it block works, too it feels like it works differently for regular enemies versus Enemies have big, big red moves where they, they like glow red and you can't block it. You have to parry it. But if you parry it, you get like you instantly knock them down into the fuck me state. Right. Or you do like a big cinematic counter if it's like a big monster enemy. But it feels like that works by different rules than just using it on some guy. Like it feels like, no, you hit it the instant the attack makes contact if it's a red attack. Otherwise, you have to like time it. I don't know. It felt bad. I was able to pretty consistently counter the red moves, but never anything else. I was able to consistently counter a lot of things, but it was down to, like I said, I cannot be moving the stick. Like if you, if he does see I'm moving dodge block, it just doesn't work half the time. Cause I think that it's based on the hitbox getting smaller. Cause he's now stepping. So now the, the attack's technically missing. So you're not going to get the, the parry, even though the sword went through you. Um, it's weird. Uh, also, I feel like all the weapons are way more simplistic than Neo. Like every one of them has a single attack string. 
and then you can get a one special attack that's different if you do it during the combo or yeah you have a like your triangle button will do a basic different attack normally and then if you do it during the combo it'll be another attack but there's no it doesn't branch off like you see in a dynasty warriors or anything it's just oh you've hit it while you're attacking so you do this move and yeah then, also neo has three stances for each weapon yeah and this has none and I, and this wouldn't bother you as much as if they didn't feel like all of the combos are like this big pre-animated uh, attack sequence. So it feels like you get locked into this giant animation that looks nice, but doesn't feel good. Mm. Like you can't. Now, this is like a very weird thing to describe, but I just got this impression playing it of like, this feels like a Western action game. As I was hitting them, like that very thing you described with the attack animations. I'm like, this doesn't feel like Neo or anything like that it it feels more restrictive it does yeah which is unfortunate because i think there's lots of neat things here and this is the prettiest new team ninja game i've seen like that looks way better it has some cool stuff like the magic system each where magic is no longer dictated by like oh you can only bring the homie of the spell or you're you it'll burn through your mp and now it's just the spirit stuff you can use it a lot more frequently, so it, you're free to yeah, mess that, around that, with that stuff. That part I really like, because I'm glad that you're no, they're like, what, why are we limiting you using this? Just use it. And they also add stealth mechanics that are like a lot more fully featured. You have like a detection uh, ring around enemies, so you can tell when they, when they hear you coming. I chose the water style, so I was able to go invisible, and they can still hear your footsteps. So you have to like walk uh, close or up to them instead of running or anything you can still get it's, stealth skills like that there's no there's no stealth crouch right it's just walk slowly yeah that it's it's unfortunate where there's such a focus on that it's like why, why don't you just give me a crouch why do i need to choose the water style so i can go invisible i i feel like if you had a crouch that would help a lot there's also i would oh, go on I did have this problem with it where I discovered the secret tactic that works on every single enemy, including the boss. What's that? <laughs> where uh, just block, and since your stamina, you get your stamina back when you hit them. I'm just like, well, I'll just block until your combo's over and then start hitting you while you're in your cooldown frame, well, while I have frame advantage. And, like, that really humiliates, like, the tiger things. Mm-hmm. Like, they just have no answer to just hold block. Yeah, I, uh... It took me a while to figure out that I could do the parry thing while blocking. Once I figured that out, I was like, oh, well, I'm no, no longer in danger while I'm doing this. Ooh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's how I, I eventually just rinsed the final boss. I was like, oh, oh, that's what you wanted. I figured that this was one or the, uh, one or the other situation. Behold, system mastery. <laughs> it's also got a weird system for morale which I don't fully understand. You go yeah, around that, that. That's sure. One of those mechanics where I'm like, I'm never going to know what you do. I guess the higher <laughs> the number is the better, right? You go around, uh, placing flags in the, in the different parts of the area mm -hmm. that are like at set destinations. And it says, says fortitude up morale up. I'm like <laughs> to what end? And I think, I think that this unlocks your, the ability to use more magic spells. 
is you unlock more of that stuff in the area. So you can get all four of your spells in use at once. Oh. By the time you've finished clearing out an area, which doesn't feel great either. Like, I don't want to be limited to which spells I can use based on how much of this one stage I'm playing and to have to deal with that every time I get to a new stage. Yeah, it's strange. Well, it so, also goes up just when you kill guys. Does it? Yes, it does. And also, enemies will go up when they kill you. Yes, I noticed that too. Or it will go down if you kill them and then die to someone else. So, Chris sounded like he's not even going to pick this up. Is that right? Uh, it, it really, like, they always do a second demo way closer to release. Mm -hmm. If they fix, like, if, if they don't fix that healing thing, absolutely not. Like that's that that's too big of a problem, okay. or your heal just won't won't come out. That's way too frustrating. Bob, you're still signed up. I don't know. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like I, like I said, the way that this combat feels just isn't like we're starting to have real action games come back. Like I played Valkyria Elysium the other week. This solstice came out yesterday. Yeah, solstice just came out. There's regular action games. I don't need to go to these Souls games anymore to get a dose of an action game. Mm -hmm. So to going to a Souls game that's weirdly feels worse than the previous ones Team Ninja's made by a lot mm -hmm. feels wrong. <laughs> like, it, it, this did nothing but make me more worried about the company. Of like, I thought that you were getting better and maybe we could move away from these. And instead, they're just worse than ever. Hmm. Which is frustrating. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'll try that second demo, which will probably happen. Yeah, I was I was actually gonna ask have they announced when that is? Because sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes they're on top of it. Sometimes they're really crazy, and they're like, "Here's our demo release schedule." Uh, at, at least they do. At least they do those surveys, and they and when and I feel like every single one of these has had some glaring scar that everybody went. No, just just fix the scar, and they went. Oh, we 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 had space blindness. We didn't even see it. <laughs> like uh, the original Neo Beta had fucking weapon durability that went down fast. Yes. Yeah. The weird thing is that Neo Beta also gave you better weapons than I feel like you ever found in the in the full game. <laughs> so it was like a give oh yeah. And this, take. Al this also this also has Neo loot again that they can't stop. No. Weapon durability. Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention Last Raven lets your fucking mech parts break. Yeah, that sucked. That sucked bad. Finishing a mission being like, your head was crushed. Being deep underground and your head's crushed so your night vision goes away? Fucking nightmare. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> Yeah. Max being a metaphor for the cycle of enforced poverty is just depressing. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty great. <laughs> it's 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 really just think of it this way, okay? Think of it like cars. No, that's the first yeah, thing I right? thought of. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. I was in my car today no. thinking about that. No. I was like, yeah, this is like a mech and armored core. I mean, if, if my car was made out of gundanium, yeah, that'd be a lot cooler. <laughs> well, for you. I don't know about the people you might run into or <laughs> It was a shit about 
Anybody but me. I, <laughs> right? Oh, okay. Fair I'm the enough. guy with a gundanium car. <laughs> yes. You should only be concerned about how I feel about things. <laughs> Good point, Agro. Um, uh, <laughs> did you have any other comments before we move on, Bob? Yes. That does a villain move of giving you a double jump. Okay. Double jump cannot prevent you from taking fall damage. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've ever played a video game where you can't use the second jump to prevent fall damage. That, I don't know that that exists. Elden Ring was the only other game I played like that. Mm-hmm. So Elder is this Ring another just villain move of like, we saw what they did and we also took the absolute worst part of the game. Yep. Yeah, see, uh, uh, see that part specifically gave me this fucking primal fear. Like, what if Elden Ring was so successful it started the cycle over? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like, no, everybody has a brain disease again. No, we have to roll back the almost getting back to normal action games. It's like, guys, all these random mechanics you pulled are not the reason people like this game. No, they aren't. But then they get their own fan bases of just broken mechanics piles. It, it's a lot like how Black and Death Metal came out of Thrash. I said it. <laughs> Look, I can't argue with that. I'm a reasonable man. Uh, the other big thing I played this week was Star Ocean. Um, I I also played I'm sorry, that. you're I not did. allowed to talk about it unless you say the full subtitle, Bob. What's the full subtitle of the new Star Ocean? Did anyone else write it down? <laughs> the Divine, Divine Force. Force. Okay. Yeah, there we go. No, it's weird that you didn't remember. What? <laughs> there have been so many weird Star Ocean subtitles. Oh, this is the first Star Ocean Let's game see. I've ever played. Star, uh, which one is... Okay. Three is till the ends of time, I think. Uh-huh. I think it's just the end of time. Yeah, the end of time. And then four is integrity and faithlessness. No, that's, that five. Five? That's, five. that's five. Okay, that's five. Last hope, I believe, is four. Or last Okay, hope? yeah, last hope is four. It's last hope. Okay. What the fuck? Between divine which, force and the which last Which one hope. do they become? The Star Ocean. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. The subtitles just sound like Star Wars subtitles. And the second uh, evolution is two. Why? Why does none yeah, of them that's have only the PSP number? one? Was, was one the first the evolution? What they call two regular then? Uh, se- uh, the Star Ocean, the second story. Yeah, the second okay. story. Um, why don't they subtitle them like fucking Star Trek episodes? I don't. I don't need so, these Star Wars subtitles. Uh, funniest thing in this demo okay it opens with almost the exact same dialogue that star ocean 2 opens with <laughs> yeah this game really wants to be star ocean 2 is it's like it's like the protagonist first that's, that's, which that's, they won't it, which they won't give me they won't give it to me they won't yeah, do it i don't I, yeah. th- they have to oh but here's the thing i assume they have to be actually doing it or mm. else they just do what they're doing with Valkyrie Profile and be like, here's the PSP version. Right. Mm. You have to wonder. So, so about that opening cutscene. Uh-huh. Um, you think maybe they're going to take another pass at that? No, <laughs> it's done as far as they're concerned. Now, I haven't seen it. Agro, what's, uh, what's needing some passing? You ever been to the Hall of Presidents? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. Imagine if you used the amazing power of modern computers mm-hmm. to recreate not humans, but animatrons from the 70s. Yeah, um, they don't know what mocap is over there, Triace. Or elbows. They've never seen that once. <laughs> or elbows. I uh, halfway through the opening cutscene, I was like, oh, this is like Star Ocean 4, but it was way more budget. <laughs> like watching the lip flaps, like their mouths. 
Their faces look like thick prosthetic foam rubber masks. They do. It's yeah, really they do. That, 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 it, it, that's something <laughs> like about Ninja Turtles. Uh, it's something about trying to convert this artist's stuff into 3D just doesn't work at all. I don't know what it is. I don't know about that because this is the designer of like some Street Fighter characters, right? The character designer on the this? character designer for original Street Fighter 2, yes. Right. <laughs> and and you look at the 2D art for the main character art for Baird, I believe, the Ken looking fucker. And it's like, oh, this guy looks great. And then you see and the 3D the model. Game, his and face like, is all weird. Yeah, his face is <laughs> a full like, mask that has an allergy to bees and got stung. <laughs> I'm so glad I just learned that that's the same character designer because I'm I'm looking at the screen where they're telling me I cannot pick this cool looking Joan of Arc looking chick uh-huh. that I have to play as Space Ken. <laughs> going now, okay, I get it. It's a guy with long blonde hair, but I mean, he really looks like. Ken. <laughs> <laughs> it's unreasonable. I, I I'm confused as to why they did this without letting you carry over progress. Like why why do like such an old fashioned type of demo? Yeah, it's so long in the beginning of the game. I figured it would carry over. Oh, it, it does not. I didn't. I didn't finish it. Yeah, it, you finish it's like yeah. it doesn't carry over. Also, this is the weirdest ending to a demo I've ever seen. Oh yeah, you get to a town. You get to do a bunch of things that actually mattered leading up to this. But then in the town, you see a random cutscene that's just like a passersby talk to one of your characters. And then the demo ends. <laughs> like, yep. And you wake up in a Walmart holding an N64 controller. That, that, that's where I stopped. So, so good to know that uh, I was basically already at the end. Because <laughs> I got to the town. I'm like, well, it doesn't carry over. So I shouldn't do anymore. Like, I understand how it plays now. Oh, it's past the first town feel. Oh, you okay. Well, good. I'm still... Yeah, I'm still you, glad I fucking stopped. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's fucking. But it's hilarious to get to get down and then that. <laughs> okay, another cutscene that really cracked me up. Did uh-huh. you? Did either of you get the hotel cutscene in the in the first town you get to? I didn't get to the town. Okay, I, I played it for 15 minutes before I had to leave. <laughs> I, I, I got the weird robot thing that adds like a bunch more buttons into combat, and I'm like, I don't have time to read eight more tooltips. Yeah, they really bad at feeling tooltips. The the, the tooltips were very. Leave me alone. Let <laughs> me play, play the, the game. game. Can yeah. I just click? I have played a video game before, and we just dispense. I mean, really, and, we should just really uh, uh, optimize this system level setting. I have played a video game before. Right. Yes. A certain... but, but you see, they have a point because I had to go back into the tutorials and be like, okay, I guess I actually do have to read how blindsiding works. No, yeah, exactly. Like, I think there needs to be an industry standard for I have played a video game before because what that means is you have to go into your tooltips and go, okay, what's regular video game stuff and what is something that only my game does? Yeah, there's and a maybe if you difference. do that, you'll go, wait. Why does my game do this differently from everything else? Maybe this is a bad idea. Maybe right? this is about oh, no, me. I don't have any of those. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, uh, th- that cutscene though. They the main two characters, the the uh, the Joan of Arc girl and Ken, are sitting at a table, and I swear to God, they don't show you below the like chest, but it looks like they're just standing through the chairs. <laughs> Guess like they why did. they didn't show you below the waist. 
Did you know they don't know how to program spaceships in Star Ocean? It's true. It's just some guy running through space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like Fallout New Vegas, where oh, they yeah. don't know how to make a a tram work. So the tram is just a helmet. A, a tiny man under the tracks is wearing and running. <laughs> <laughs> There, there, there was something charming about how jank the presentation of this game is. Yes, I still enjoyed it, even though it is like, wow. You are that step above four and five that I need to take you seriously. <laughs> I've got, like, I, I have no idea what Star Ocean was like. Like, I had never played one. I didn't know what kind of sci-fi or fantasy was, where it fell on any. So you get the opening cutscene, and you, you got Ken... And you got the two chicks on the bridge. That sh- those character designs sure make a statement. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how zippers work, my man. <laughs> no, um, that it's funny. Every everything like that that has a zipper and is unbuttoned in some way and is a jacket in the in character art looks great. It they the street modelers that try is cannot do it. Absolutely cannot. It just looks I, wrong. I, I wonder if it's their whatever nightmare engine they're using. Yeah, they like are very the, proud of their own engine. <laughs> they are and have been for like, uh, 16 years too long, one yeah. could say. And like, the, ho- hopefully uh, somebody at Square Enix will go, uh, it, it's great that you brought back Star Ocean. Use Unreal next time. <laughs> are you telling me the real Star Ocean comes out next year? I this know, is based real on... enough. It has cra- <laughs> it has crafting. You you collect crafting materials all through this demo. They don't actually let, let you craft, but it has crafting. It has private actions again. Those are back. Private actions being basically like uh, go go talk to your party member in this town, and you get an original scene just between the main character and that party member. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say based on basically every Star Ocean since two, this is definitely a real and realer than most Star Ocean. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, we're we're sitting at realer than for sure realer than five. Yeah, probably realer than four. It's unclear as to whether or not we're realer than three. Yeah, that's because uh... three isn't three isn't bad. It just gutted a lot of the stuff I liked about Star Ocean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is uh, just looking at you play it, it is staggering how amazing the environments look. Like, they're so dense. Yeah, they have a ton of foliage that moves and that sort of stuff. Like, it's unreal. The PS5 is fucking incredible. Even fucking Trias could come out with this game that's it, infinitely dense. And it, It's really funny that the big open areas like that run pretty well. Yeah, and then you go into town, and it's like, well, we have to populate those people. It runs terribly. <laughs> it goes to like, yes, it's around forty-five or fifty frames per second. Yes, that like. sure mm. does happen. I sure spun the camera in that town. And I'm like, this isn't as this. This makes no sense. I was like standing on top of a tall thing, seeing the whole area, and spun the camera, and it behaved better. Uh, all I could think about looking at this really dense environment, how great it looked, was man. Trias is really lucky that the Xenoblade devs are locked away onto a seven-year-old phone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this, this, like, it, it's real, it's real obvious now. Like, this is just them trying to do, like, Xenoblade. Mm-hmm. It is Like, weird. I even, I even found just a giant chimera wandering around a corner. I'm like, you turn this corner, there's a big monster. I thought the areas would be even bigger, but they, it has weird walls. 
Like Xenoblade doesn't have these just invisible walls everywhere this game does. So it's still, did, it still, it looks huge, but... Nah. I'm hoping once you get out of the start, like the first couple areas, you'll get to like the big areas. It's possible, absolutely. Um, this but, soundtrack's being but done also by... You, that you, sorry. You, sorry, go ahead. Also, you have to collect all the crackdown orbs, so it can't be too big. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the, the crackdown orbs help it a lot, for sure. That's important. Skittles <laughs> in video games are important. Uh, the, the soundtrack is being done by Sakuraba, right? And the debate is whether or not he'll be asleep. It it's like the there's a one track that plays after like when you're going through the first area and it's not playing like the ominous move fast move fast music, mm. which it does for a while at the start. And it sounds <laughs> yeah. like a good Star Ocean track where it has like the faint chanting type okay. set, like that feeling to it. Like it's a it reminded me very strongly of tracks in Star Ocean too. Okay. Cool. I, I did seriously need that track to chill the fuck out while I was going to the ruins. I'm like, I am, I'm, I'm fighting shit tier enemies and, and jumping on stairs. Like you, you can calm down. I no, don't, no, I, I don't need the choir. Look, aggro. There are too many games these days that don't just go crazy with the battle combat <laughs> theme. I need people to go crazy. That was the worst part of the Valkyrie Elysium demo. Every battle should be playing some insane Square Enix <laughs> PS1 track. I, I sprinted through the whole area just, just to try to keep up with the pace of the music. That, that's also what I did. Oh, I'm, I'm so happy you run into those thief enemies. And I'm like, these are just redesigns of the funny thieves from Star Ocean 2. They're like the exact same thing. They're a little bit different because it has to be in 3D now, so it can't be a, a smurf. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like it is in the, in the ps1 game but it's like this is so obviously the same thing it's great they're actually trying when they, they haven't done that in a while <laughs> I, I i really like when you fight them and they start talking i'm like you guys aren't supposed to talk i'm sorry <laughs> I, I'm, I'm murdering hundreds of you you can't be talking <laughs> i think that's what they were talking about too <laughs> like they were, i couldn't have and then the sound thing cuts out <laughs> another big another big buff uh the voice acting seems all right, which you certainly can't fucking say about four. Yeah. Yeah, there's no nappy time yet. <laughs> Some of the dialogue is really weird and awkward, though. Like the, when he first crashes on the planet and is meeting the uh, the other two locals. Mm -hmm. He's on a phone call with his brother and it feels like they forget that they're they're talking on the phone half of the time. And that conversation just becomes weird. It's it's weird how many how many times the girl and the brother on the phone talk before, like Raymond inter engages. Mm -hmm. Like they go, they have like four back and forth lines while he just stands there. And I'm like, dude, can you can you get involved? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very so weird. weird that you're just standing here. I, I was too busy. I, I was distracted during that scene because you know we, we had the spaceship explode and then and the pods go out and they land on the planet and then he pulls out his phone and calls someone and it works and I'm like this is a brave new era in science fiction. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he's like, hey bro, my ship crashed. Can you come pick me up in your spaceship? And he's like, yeah, I'll be right there. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, it's not supposed to work like that. <laughs> um, it really cracked me up. One of the loading screens, I don't think it was supposed to show me. It showed me for a second what his brother looked like. <laughs> oh, that cannot have been that. It cannot have been allowed. 
it, I maybe because the fashion so fast. I was like, is that the fascist from Gears Six <laughs> or Gears Five? Yeah, I guess. You're, you're thinking of Foz. <laughs> yes, Foz is just there. See, I was, I was with you to like they showed his face. All I could think of is like it's gonna be, it's gonna be like Resident Evil Eight with the third person camera where they're going way out of the way to never show his face because if they show it, you'll see he's Max Payne. <laughs> Ethan Winters just has the face. Oh my god, I wish. <laughs> That should be epic. Hear me out. Make the deal. Spend the millions of dollars necessary. Make the default 3D character model for Unreal Engine 4 the face of the head of Remedy. I need that. Sam Lake? (laughs) Yeah, make Sam Lake the main character of all these shovelware titles. (laughs) A, an, another part of this uh, the demo that I laughed at really hard so in Star Ocean in every other Star Ocean game uh, magic is just a thing and even even the sci-fi people know about magic it's called symbology yeah um, it's basically just magic but you have have to have like a tattoo a heraldic tattoo across your body to use it uh, they, they I guess don't have it on this planet they have some shit called simeomancy that's what they call it, right? Something like that. Very similar to that, if not that. And it's like it involves some like like floating ball that follows you around, which is why which is why nobody's looking at you funny that you have this sci-fi drone that lets you hover and and do uh do psycho crushers across the map. <laughs> yeah, I like. Or it's how like, it, oh, it just looks like one of those. It's close enough. They'll, they'll, they'll blend in. <laughs> but it it's like. It was honestly making me indignant how many times they were calling back to Star Ocean 2, and I'm like, you you better be working on giving me it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you even get little, the statues we saw in the pre-order bonuses and stuff, you find those in the game, and you can just equip them as accessories. Mm. So I have a statue of the, the sniper rifle girl from Star Ocean 2, which I only know because of the anime. <laughs> I knew he was gonna say yeah, that. Yeah, opera. She's cool. She wasn't that I, cool I, in the I, anime. Basic, <laughs> I basically never got. I've only gotten her on like two playthroughs of Star Ocean Two because you have to not get Ashton, and Ashton is so much cooler. Oh. In the anime, she's voiced by the same person who does Kikyo and um in in Yasha, So there's that at least. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> But that's all I played. <laughs> okay. Hey, Agro. Hey. I heard you play 15 minutes of Star Ocean. Uh, I did. It was it was pretty rad. There were weird elbows and some costume choices. <laughs> cool. Did you play anything else? I played the Harvestella demo. Oh, yeah. I also got to play a little bit, but I didn't play enough to feel like I could talk about it in depth. So If this big thing had a subtitle, it was Everyone But Dan no. Eats Dance well, Lunch. <laughs> I didn't have time. I watched you download it last yeah. week. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> so how's the Halverstella demo? Uh, well, I, I can't really speak to farming games in general because I I don't play them. Mm-hmm. Um, stressful. <laughs> okay. Because you you wake up and time ticks away. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's like fucking Majora's Mask, except in addition to everything else you've got to do. You've got to go plant some shit. Cool. And like you, you've got a, like your item bars and your tools for farming. They're set up the same way your weapons and abilities are for combat. So it, 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 it's a weird, cool muscle memory thing of like, 
hold this modifier button and then use these to switch that and then select this by doing that. It's kind of crazy. Um, the character designs in this game are outstanding. Oh, you like them that much? I do. I mean, I liked what I saw in the trailers, but it, it, they, they, they are great. I mean, I, I may be biased because the blacksmith is like a 55 year old woman with, uh, like a white a cut and muscles. And, um, you know that, (laughs) (laughs) uh, The, the I got a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen off the designs. Yeah, uh, you know, like weird crystal shit going everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, There's a absolutely. bunch of people in magic mech armor and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot more JRPG than I was expecting. Like I, I honestly, based on the trailer, I downloaded this demo because I was like, eh, farming game where you hit things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And I, like I said, I can't speak to the farming game, but the RPG parts, you know, it's, it's pretty great. You, uh, like you, you, you've got to manage your stamina along with your health and you know, you've only got a limited time. So you're going through this outdoor dungeon area and you keep like repairing ladders to make shortcuts. So you can, if you've got to stop and go back home to sleep, you go out the next day and you get through it faster. So it's just like dark souls. Uh, okay. <laughs> Finally, Finally, some, some frame of reference. <laughs> I, I was really surprised that by the end of the demo, because you get 15 days or the end of chapter two, whichever comes first. Mm-hmm. So I got to the end of chapter two by like day 10. Uh, I, I want to go back to my farm. <laughs> I just planted a tree. Cool. D- does your save data transfer? Yes. Okay, thank you. This God. does transfer. Whoa, what a concept. Yeah, they've yeah. been good with that on everything except the Star Ocean demo. I don't know what's up. <laughs> well, I mean, you were mentioning the Star Ocean demo. You don't get to choose who you're playing as. Yeah. yeah. So... Maybe that's why. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to believe this is Star Ocean where you don't get to choose. The one thing I really hope that changes between the demo and, and release is that time moves more slowly. Because from the moment you wake up, time is ticking. You're like, okay, I have to fucking optimize mm-hmm. all the time. Not not like plan and you know choose the things I'm going to do. Like, no, time's already going. You need to be moving right the fuck now. You've just described my life i don't <laughs> this will slot in perfectly except like, for it won't slot it at all. like like i'm gonna go to the crafting table okay you walk to the crafting table you want to craft this it takes like two iron and one malachite and it takes 40 minutes oh no mm. i can't grind for that currency <laughs> and i don't know whether anything is really because you know it's like oh no we have like this girl wandered off to the dangerous place we have to go save her cool i don't it's like six o'clock already <laughs> I don't think we're going to do this in time, guys. <laughs> I don't know if anything in the game is going to be based on how many days it takes to complete it. Mm-hmm. And my my brain will not de-stress until someone in that game looks into the camera and tells me that. <laughs> Just so you know, it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. But like you, you start out, you know, you hit things with a sword because you, you're a fighter. Yeah. Uh, like, this game is Final Fantasy out its ass. Like, yeah. I keep looking around for the fucking Final Fantasy logo. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I, like, a lot of it reminds me of 13 art design. Then, um, and, I, and I don't want to spoil this. It's amazing. <laughs> a thing happens, and Ooh. you get the mage job. Ooh. <laughs> 
So, like, with the same buttons between switching from hoe to water can, you switch from fighter to mage, and now you can do mage shit, and job switching has a cooldown, and you earn JP, and they each have special abilities. Okay. You remember in the, um, uh, what's the demo we all played last week? Was that Valkyrie, or was that yes. something else? Valkyrie yeah, Elysium. Valkyrie Elysium. Um, how you hit bosses with or anything with elemental damage and it puts them into a, a crush state. Yeah. That is happening the exact same way here. Okay. Um, uh, except they don't stun. You just, it gives you a period where you can do more damage in a very, very final fantasy 14 way. Uh, you need to do that while it's charging its big super move and it has a bar and you need to get that bar down while it's charging or it does a shit ton of damage. Um, when you change between these two roles, fighter and mage, mm-hmm. do they call it, a paradigm shift is that how how directly 13 <laughs> no but i did get a cool ass purple robe with a big poofy hood Ooh, yeah does Ooh. it say staggered when you knock them down yeah that actually is a good question it's, no it's, it's not a stagger state it's oh. just, w- w- once you hit the break thing uh, it's like 1.5 damage you can then uh i didn't get to do it but it said you could hit them because bosses are weak to some stuff like one of four things or mm-hmm. two or three or four things so you can like double break them if you hit them with okay. both elements and get an even bigger damage multiplier that's cool yeah i mean you've got you're doing I'm, your shit you've got autonomous party members like it's it's a really neat little action rpg and then you get to go home and farm i feel really bad that based on your description alone i'm like i feel like i'm gonna enjoy this a lot more than i did room factory 5 but i need to go back and throw more hours into that just to be sure that I got the experience there. I don't know. The aesthetic here is really, really nice and pleasant. I'm looking forward to it. Is, this isn't Switch exclusive, is it? It is. I was okay. just going to talk about it, that. Okay, mm-hmm. I was wondering if that was announced no. for PC as well. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I think I'll it looks it beautiful. when it comes out on other things in a year. But, oh my god, it it's so low res. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, is there, a, is there a depth of field? No, wait. No wait, this is like 540p. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Bob was com- part of its PSP-esque charm. Bob is completely wrong. It is on PC. As okay, well. it's only on, oh, okay. It's on PC. Okay. Thank God. Oh. Thank God. <sighs> okay, it's just I not on anything, on any other consoles. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. Would you have a 4090 like I totally will by the time this comes out? <laughs> There's no chance. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's coming out November 4th. On PC, I'm pretty sure that's the okay. same day and date. That's cool. Because, right. you know, the, the, the aesthetic is so nice. Yeah, like, I, I want to see that. I'd love to see that, like, high res and not running yeah. mm-hmm. on a Switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but a lightly. I, I would, I'm excited for the future with the Switch, too. Like, yeah. with the DLSS stuff and other things. Like, I think that'll help. If it would just fucking come out. <laughs> oh you know what this isn't news enough to go in news i'll throw it here since it's tied to that comment did you see no it's just the brain damage people know um an nvidia employee publicly acknowledged the exact code name that leaked of the switch 2 s- system on a chip and just went by the way we changed the amount of core and this optimization and the, when we compiled it this time blah, blah, blah. and everyone's just like <gasps> And everyone's like, and then, and then Seal Team Six wearing Mario hats propelled into his home and killed him. Right? This is pretty good. I forgot to cover that last week um, on Big Thing because that's 
That's really funny that we went this whole time without any company anywhere publicly acknowledging this code name, and then there's just one comment from an NVIDIA employee. Completely unnoteworthy comment. Really good. Uh, did you have any other comments on Harvestella other than, man, that game... Pretty nice, nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> there was there was a moment where uh, you, you you get a character added in your party named like Dianthus, and you know in this huge black you know Final Fantasy fourteen the Empire style mech suit, and you have a whole conversation you know in text, and then they're in your party and they start talking, and it turns out they're a woman. Okay, cool. I was fucking jump scared. <laughs> I'm spinning the camera. Who's here? <laughs> That's why you're in high heels. I thought it was a black mage thing. Okay. <laughs> All of us black mages wear high heels. Just I like mean, if Cyborg it looks Ninja. like Final Fantasy XIV, it can be both. Yeah. Or just the mage thing if it looks like Final <laughs> Fantasy XIV. Um, but did you play anything else? Nope. Okay. You've been voted off the podcast now. I'm sorry you have to go. <laughs> uh, Chris, have you, have you played any video games other than the demos we uh, talked about? Uh, yes, first, it's not a game, but it's game adjacent. I watched Resident Evil 2002. Cool. <laughs> the the uh, first in the, the, the great six films. I, I, feel, I feel like I got punked. Because I went in expecting a bad movie. Yeah, people keep saying that's a bad movie. Who, who says that? People say that. They're like, all of those movies from that guy are bad. I'm like, no, they're not. That is a lazy narrative. Here's the numbers you should watch. <laughs> yeah. keyword, keyword movie. I'm not sure it rises to the level of movie. Uh, on Twitter, I described it as the DLC campaign of a seventh gen game. Yeah, these are the other guys, not the main party. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, because it's just the whole movie takes place in this lab as they try to go through the lab and things keep, and, and, and video game obstacles keep forming to, to, uh, to, op to obstruct them. Yeah. And, uh, I and one, it's really funny that the opening scene of, of that movie takes place in a hallway they just stole wholesale for an area in RE4. Yes, the laser the hallway is hallway. the exact same. It's so smart no, of them that, to steal it. Not them. just that, not just that. The, the very first hallway where Mila, uh, Mila Jovovich is walking around, it's it's that hallway in RE4 where you where you fight the uh, the suits of armor, like it's in that mm. area. Remember yeah, how you okay. find chessboard? I can see the similarities. Yeah, I can see the similarities. Yeah, absolutely. Man, RE4 sure made that laser hallway a scene that was cool at all. I don't know what you're talking about. It's great in the movie. Except, <laughs> except for the part where that lady gets her head cut off by the laser, except it doesn't make any sense because her head <laughs> is cut off like upwards at an angle, mm -hmm. which isn't how a laser going in a completely straight line... Uh, the point I'm trying to get to is that Alone in the Dark was a better movie than this. What? You're insane. You're I'm insane. I'm taking that stance. I am taking that stance. There are locations in the Alone in the Dark movie. Oh, this there motherfucker like, would watch Dread and be like, oh, why is it in one tower? No, that tower is contextualized and you see outside the tower at the start. If it opened with Judge Dredd walking into the tower, we have no idea who the fuck Judge Dredd is or any of these other characters. And then Judge Dredd fights like three guys in industrial settings and the movie is over. 
then it would be the same. <laughs> but it's just like you're in the you're in the laboratory dimension. You don't know who any of these characters are. You barely know what the fuck's going on. The plot is borderline incomprehensible. And it's like why? <laughs> have you ever seen the Doom movie? <laughs> Yeah, have you? <laughs> no, I have not. You should watch that because this will get a lot better after you watch that. <laughs> oh, no. You'll be like, I'm uh, really glad that this one segment of the Doom movie is just most of the Resident <laughs> Evil movie. Unfortunately, the Doom movie's other I things. I enjoyed that part at the end where I was watching it with people and uh, everybody in this movie except Mila Jovovich looks like you poorly Xeroxed another popular actor. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, uh, the leader of the SWAT team is poorly Xeroxed Morpheus. I actually and even talks like Morpheus and is affecting the same tone as Morpheus. See, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of who that was exactly, but since they don't magically come back in the fifth film, like other people. <laughs> God, that fifth film's so good. Anyway, we got to the point where the, like, the, the character who's obviously simping for Mila Jovovich, like, he, he, he suddenly falls down with a disease and then a bunch of guys come out in, in Among Us suits and take, take him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, no, this is the end of the fucking movie, isn't it? We're not getting any fucking ants. There's no, not going to be a conclusion here. And I, then I go, why are they taking him? Are they going to make him nemesis? And then they immediately say, I want him for the nemesis program. And then the movie basically smashes the credits. I'm like, and, oh, god damn it. And, and then you clap so hard while you queued up the next movie to watch immediately, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but but Mila Jovovich has mind powers at the end. Didn't that get you in? <laughs> I cool. I did enjoy finally seeing the the scene that a lot of people cried about, where Mila Jovovich kicks a zombie dog, and I'm like, I don't see why we were mad at this, but okay, I guess. Oh, were people mad at that? Um, oh that, yes, in fact, I believe they were rotted. so. I, I believe they were so. I believe Penny Arcade did an entire comic about how that was stupid. Wow, I missed that entirely. Hmm. All right. I, I hope one of the future movies explains to me who the Red Queen is because I think it's Mila Jovovich. But no, I'm not you sure. don't. No, you don't. No, you do not. <laughs> As someone who has been down this road, you do not wish that. Fuck. <laughs> okay, well I'll keep up I'll keep we'll 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 keep coming back to this segment as I have to watch them all. Will will the Red Queen tell me why it's called third birthday? <laughs> the Red Queen will reveal her true plan <laughs> as the bottom theme plays. Uh fuck. So we, we put out that podcast about Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Uh, and then I went I have to kill Adam Smasher. And I reinstalled Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, so at first I was going to use pistols. And then I found a shotgun that charges. Now, the shotgun that charges isn't important just because it does a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. It isn't even important just because the charge version penetrates cover and walls. Okay. It's important because it knocks you da uh, enemies down, guaranteed no matter what. Oh. I'm gonna be and right the back. thing about an enemy being knocked down is 
they don't just fall, they don't like fall over and can do things. They ragdoll because this is a jank ass Euro RPG. <laughs> so basically my battle strategy for every enemy, although I do use a uh, pistol sometimes to keep, to keep leveling up the pistol perk. But most, most guys, I'm like, I'm going to shoot you with the charge shot. And then if you're still alive, I'm going to shove the barrel of the shotgun down your throat while you're trying to get back up on your feet. That's yep. it for you. That's how you do it. Uh, I did every single side job in the entire first area before doing any of the story quests. So I had enough money to buy a mono wire upgrade <laughs> and the double jump legs. Nice. They sure made they sure made Fallout 4. It feels the shooting is a lot cooler and everything's a lot cooler, but it, it in terms of RPG mechanics, it sure basically is Fallout 4. Mm. You know, I was disappointed to hear you could kill Atom Smasher in this game. I was like, no, the, that guy's clearly way too powerful. I don't know if you can. I just sim. know he's <laughs> in this. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm hoping that, like, if, if it's actually like Fallout 4, it's going to be like, I don't care how big a dick you have. I have Jim. <laughs> uh, but that's fun. Hopefully, uh, I, uh, somebody told me, like, like, well, yeah, you're like a third through the game. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I, but I didn't do any story missions. I'm like, guess what there's not a whole lot of? Mm. Oh. I hear the side quests are way better than the main story anyway, so that might be something to look into. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And and the ones I've done, there have been some fun ones. Mm -hmm. There's also just been uh, this guy. This guy dealt drugs. If we don't care about that. We care that he dealt them to a politician's son. So now you have to kill him and everyone he's ever known. <laughs> <laughs> I did a really cool side mission where I had to go. Like some guy just called me out of the blue and he's like, Hey, I need you. I need you to drive me somewhere. I'm like, okay. So I go pick him up and he's got a grenade for a nose. Okay. And we, we just, we, we talk the whole drive. Like we kind of make small talk about nothing and we get where we're going, which is a neighborhood really close to your house. And he gets out of the car. He's like, uh, yeah, I got to go pick up some Chinese food. And he gets out and then, shoots a bunch of gang members and then that fight spills back out close to your car and you have to get out and help him kill a bunch of gang members and then he's like thanks gives you money and leaves and you learn how to craft his grenade nose okay <laughs> i did a side quest where a guy uh is standing out in, on the curb screaming for help and you're like what 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 do you need he's like please take me to a doctor right now because he uh, he got I, the I cock enhancement. The movies explains to me who the red and uh, 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 by his description, it was like it, he said, "For Christ's sakes, it's like I have a pencil sharpener on it." Please drive me to the doctor. <laughs> 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 and then you drive him to the doctor, and like a couple missions later, you get a phone call. Who's like, "Oh man, thank you so much. I just sent you a bunch of money." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'd have done without you. Honestly, it's it's all the weird little stuff like that where this game lives. <laughs> you know, sitting there, it's like, man, I want to play Cyberpunk. I'll do that. And then they announced the new video cards, and I'm like, oh, man, if I'm going to get one of those, I want to play it on PC. Shit, I didn't pick it up on PC for fucking $7 <laughs> like I did on the PS4. Fuck, right? <laughs> 
I bet they're charging real money for that now that Rebecca has saved their game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sure did happen. <laughs> uh, and lastly, I, I streamed all of Freedom Planet 2. Mm. Cool. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything about it. Okay. Uh, it's a market improvement in every conceivable way from Freedom Planet 1. Neat. In, in some areas, it isn't as much of an improvement. Riding. Um, but, in, but in most ways, it is a vast improvement. Um, I will say that I was worried about the runtime. Because long. Yeah. yeah, is it eight or nine hours uh, like it's, we heard? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's not okay. a problem. They, they never run out. Okay. Every stage has like some cool new looking thing. There's like 45 bosses in this game that all have different designs and mechanics. Wow. It's like no shit this game took them seven years to make. Mm. Uh, they, all, they, all, they also fixed... They mostly fixed the weird identity crisis that the first game had where it's like, what Sega Genesis game are you? All of them. Mm -hmm. Where... They, it's it really is like two games because there's the there's the Sonic style levels, and then the bosses are the bosses that like shifts into like more of an alien soldier type game because they made all your moves at least as Lilac, they made all your moves like have different uses, which mm -hmm. I don't feel like was in the first Freedom Planet at all. You had all this shit you could do that didn't yeah. feel particularly important, but in this one it does because some things do more damage or have different iframes or coming at just the right angle and it feels like they maybe designed these bosses around your moves instead of just giving your character every single thing after the fact which is more how one felt uh i i sure i sure intend to play this again on console when hopefully it won't have that fucking scrolling issue his boy that yeah. was noticeable yeah i hope they fix that sometime soon i as i understand it it's like number two on their list of things to fix and number one uh is the controller thing where the controller readout on any on steam is just completely wrong mm. i think you, they fixed that already because it was different between my first stream and second stream great then that means it's now priority number one awesome but yeah i had a lot of fun with it it's it, it, it consistently surprised me how much there was and how, uh, and fuck Nira. That's all I played. Okay. Well, if that's all you played, I guess that means we're done, right? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, Podcast over. Oh, man. Who wants uh, Taco Bell? Oh, wait, shit. We, um, we gotta thank someone. One sec. Uh, special shout out. The, our producer? To the Pod Lords. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, no. They're so cool. Podlords. Podlords. Yes, that's right. The Podlords. Podlords such as E. Lee Broyles, Corey Brown. What was he cooking? <laughs> oh, can you smell it? <laughs> Red Blaze 27, Suzu Shiro, Emperor Zero, Shiba Yagato. Microsoft excited to reveal that the rest of Halo's story will be in lore NFT. <laughs> uh. 
But Chewbacca did way more to stop Team Flair than Tierno, so why does he get a medal? Is everyone in France a racist? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh what a jam. <laughs> One under one shades of wonderful remastered. WTF Spider-Man. Mister, I'm sick of carrying three heavy truckloads of boxes down two long flights of stairs. Understandable. Yeah. Gene yeah. Caria is back with his new, new, new plan of becoming a dream demon to haunt the dreams of those darn Karakura Town teenagers. This Nightmare on Elm Street reboot sucks. <laughs> DFW 3K Muckbun. I hate to see Pokemon suffer at the hands of fools and the poor, so I will kill all Pokemon. Praise my infinite benevolence. I only read really smart science fiction. <laughs> B. Uh, Kristen. BN12. Figma Demifiend. My son has become a bee. Also, <laughs> aggro, maybe I'd respect the dead if they weren't a whiny jobber during life. I don't even know what I, that no, is. I, uh, I have a retort if I knew what that was in reference to. <laughs> Kyle Bjork. Iron aggro. Blig to blue. Schlidda's poo. Monster hunter. Ryzen and Raiden. Oofy. My mental state has been irrevocably altered. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper Tank. Aww. <laughs> the camera setup for BTD reminds me of one of my favorite gags from home movies. <laughs> <laughs> what are you kids doing out here? It's running season. <laughs> Bonjour, je m'appelle. <laughs> oh, no. Monty and Bellamy snuggled in a tent listening to BTD. Oh. He's adorable. Oh. Indigo Sykes. Happy New Year, Dr. Agro. <laughs> <laughs> what? what is this? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, full point, citizen. <laughs> what? What's going on? <laughs> Vita oh. means life. The queen has fallen, ho. Long live the king, Frost. Hee-ho. Even a raccoon knows that you shouldn't break NDAs just for the tiniest drop of internet clout. Is that supposed to be the raccoon's hand thinking? <laughs> Shinji 16 and Lexi can no longer hear you over the awesome that is Metal Hellsinger. Man, Metal Hellsinger's invading the Podlords again. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Trigger designing women that inflect mortal brain disease like. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, gamers! You fucked up big time! <laughs> when you wake up at 5 p.m. <laughs> oh no. The Super Mim. Meet the legendary Pokemon Zygarde, who brings order, order to creation and destruction in the enhanced edition of X and Y hyphen. Sun and Moon. Yeah. Sarlene. 
Timothy Fister has a PSA for fans of Mondo Cool. All of Aqua Teen Hunger Force is now available on DVD. That's great. Neat. Bearded Joe. Pleochrome. Crungle Spum. So this is why they call it the Skeleton Dome. Noodle. Lord Richter is low energy this week. Have a favorite mim out of context of mine. Thank you very much to our pod lords. Like pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Gracias, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords! And, and <laughs> if you'd like to be thanked as a pod lord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits such as early access to Chugging Bleach, our Bleach Review podcast, where you re we review all of Bleach. The only way you can find out if it is or is not Jinkari's plan. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you also get extended versions of shows when those shows force us to leave ideas on the cutting room floor because of the cruel format of those shows, and a patron-exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcast, and if you don't have any money, it always helps us immensely to simply tell your friends, post us on Thursdays before they take out that feature, rate us on Thursdays before they take out that feature. <laughs> Support and, us and on Patreon you, before they take you know, out that feature. Just spread the word. <laughs> yeah, before Twitch bans you for having one of those. Um, and more. Uh, Patreon.com slash GB Podcast. They do it too. Yeah, they would. <laughs> they, they, remember when YouTube tried to do that? Um, Man. We sure live in a dystopia. We're blocking all links to Patreon because we're not sure it's a safe site. <laughs> really? That's why? You sure? Okay. I'll trust you on that one. Anyway, hey. Hi. News. Hmm. So... I'll be quick with this one. Tech segment up front. They announced the 4000 series of NVIDIA GPUs, surprising absolutely no one, but weirdly enough, getting clout for one YouTuber as he said, hey, they're going to launch it next month when they had already announced they're doing the conference to unveil the product at the end of this month. <laughs> Man, I, I really should have looked into having a career as guy who tells you sky is blue. Anyway, hey guys, RTX 4000 GPUs are unbelievably fucking expensive. They announced three GPUs, the 4090, the 4080, 16 gigabyte, and the 4080, 12 gigabyte. Can you guess what the difference is between the 4080, 12 gigabyte and the 4080, 16 gigabyte? Four gigabytes? Everything. <laughs> How wrong you are. They fucking lied. <laughs> that shit's a 4070 that they called 4080, 12 gigabyte. It has drastically fewer shader cores. It has drastically worse performance. It has a lower clock rate. It's everything. It's not even just less RAM. It is also slower RAM. It is unbelievably pared back, and they just want to confuse people into thinking, well, it's only four gigabytes. Why would I care? Why wouldn't they just call it the 4070 or something? Because they're psychotic, and they're trying to ruin the average price of GPUs. What? No way. On a related note, the 4090 is $1,600. Ugh. The 4080 16 gigabyte, I believe, is $1,200, and the 4080 12 gigabyte, I believe, is $900. Oh, so the funny thing is I, I see math and chat calling it 4080 and 4080 pro. Normally there's a, 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 a suffix that they append to the end 
of a word, a TI mm-hmm. in a model to let you know it's a good one. <clears throat> the gap between these two 4080s is so big, it surpasses every TI ever from what I've been hearing, from what the numbers shake out to. Um, it's kind of absolutely nuts. Uh, but let's talk about the GPUs themselves instead of the, the price and the insane naming scheme shit. Uh, so this is a completely new family for anyone who don't know. It's a new generation of GPU, meaning it has a, a litany of technologies that didn't exist to make performance better or offer new features. To make performance better, they have a thing that's like shader uh, shader reordering is basically what they called it, where it's um basically it's as powerful as out-of-order processing, but for graphics. Uh, this is the way they framed it. That is a huge uh, buff to CPUs in uh, when it was originally invented. So the idea here is it will f- speed up uh, ray-traced applications immensely because they have these technologies they put in to do that. Putting that down, moving aside. <clears throat> they uh, announced DLSS 3.0. For people who don't know, uh, DLSS is when they take your game and they make it look smoother and look higher resolution via machine learning. Uh, on consoles we have all sorts of technologies from game developers or from unreal engine things such as temporal anti-aliasing and other things dlss has by and large been better than those ever since it hit the 2.0 version and has been not only high quality but had a pretty pretty low impact on performance because they run it on the tensor cores um 3.0 is a new like it's 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 a watershed moment, which is funny because Intel, two weeks before this was announced, was like, "Yeah, we think someday we might be able to do a whole frame with machine learning to generate in between frame, and then your performance increases insane from there." And it's Nvidia two weeks later is like, "So that's in our GPU now." Uh, basically, the idea is it's going to generate a whole frame using all of the important motion vectors and internal information and AI training that they have running on the gpu the interesting thing here is this is the first time you could have a frame rate increase due to cpu bottlenecks because if you're only doing part of the frame if you're only doing pixels like filling in the pixels the cpu will still be a frame rate limiter um the reason you would do this is say you have i think the good application for this wouldn't be taking something that's 30 frames per second and making it 60 You'd be taking something that's 60 and making it 120 because then the artificial frames are up for less time. Uh, the example footage we've already gotten out of this technology, it looks way closer to real than any of the TVs that do that smoothing shit or even any of the offline machine learning frame rate doublers that exist using optical flow engines. Um, this actually might be really cool. And I say this as... Dan Video Games, guy who goes insane while playing Kingdom Hearts 3 because he goes, why is Sora's shadow on the ground like reappearing and causing a cascading shadow for eternity? It's like, oh, that's, uh, well, welcome to the new world. That's temporal anti-aliasing and the problems it could cause. And I'm like, oh, is this the rest of my life? And then and Unreal Engine's like, yes. <laughs> um, so it's interesting to be like, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm really interested in how that goes. The performance of these GPUs is supposed to be insane, but we're going to wait till 
you know, we get some facts out about that from mm. third parties. Right. You never want to trust the NVIDIA's direct. No. Um, as a content creator, one of the most exciting things about it, other than I literally don't even own a uh, ray tracing capable GPU on PC, meaning I can't play the best version of Super Mario 64, the one with fake CGI graphics from the 1996 <laughs> and ray tracing, because that mod looks hilarious and incredible. Um but aside from that, the the main thing I'm excited about, they're adding AV1 encoding. For people who don't know, AV1 encoding is like the future of this shit. We're basically all waiting on Twitch to enable it because you can make something that is as small as a 2 megabit stream look equivalent in image quality to an 8 megabit stream with AV1 codec. It is just massively a better codec, and it beats the shit out of CPUs. Mm. I did some tests. We can encode at 1080p at 60 frames per second with my cpu that's fucking massively capable <laughs> so being able to do it on a gpu side for resolutions higher than 1080p could be really helpful mm -hmm. um for people in bandwidth limited areas or have data caps you can actually already av upload av1 codec videos to youtube so that would be a really good way to save yourself bandwidth the only thing that's stopping me there are two stopping points one of them more valid than the other for me using it in what we do um, for a recording side, even just to save his hard drive space. Cause you know, we do huge streams and we do them pretty often. That shit adds up. Mm -hmm. uh, the main reason that the two blocks Vegas doesn't support it, which is fine. I'm literally at the point now where I'm like, let me go try shotcut. Shotcut is an open source free video editor that huh. has been developed by the community over years and years. It's supported AV1 in 2021. Wow. And it's free. Um, so I'm going to go check that out. But the second and actually more important uh, stumbling block for me in our workflow is when I go to make videos like the Gears of War ranking video, I throw our streams into a thing that's called virtual dub. And then virtual dub can just take that video stream and without really tampering with it too much, I can export the exact clip I need in a lossless quality. So you won't have recode, recode, recode errors you won't have it make the image look worse that thing does not support av1 yet which drives me insane it supports unbelievable amounts of codecs but for some reason no av1 um if twitch starts supporting av1 for streams that'll result in even the most bandwidth limited streamers having way better image quality which obviously i'm all about um if you can still put out eight megabits per second, which we do about six, because sometimes the internet around here is so unstable, despite being allegedly 33 or 36 up, it can't even do a steady eight the whole stream. Uh, but if you can do a six or an eight the whole stream, your video quality will look immensely better. Like AV1 is just an incredible fucking codec in the future where everything's going. Because uh, apparently the thing they made... 4K Blu-rays out of was not an open source codec. That shit was licensed. So that's why not every platform went that way. Because mm. YouTube, Twitch, etc. They don't want to pay licensing fees. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, the GPU itself sounds like a huge performance increase. <clears throat> and the ray tracing benefits, etc., etc. Um, aside from the GPU announcement, the only other thing worth noting at this conference is uh, NVIDIA released some tools called RTX Remix that helps people go in and make ray tracing mods for games. Hmm. You boot the game into RTX Remix or the NVIDIA Omniverse. 
and it will load the assets in and you can have AI assisted tools help you update the materials to make them higher end, add the ray tracing in and et cetera, et cetera, to just do that. So they have Portal RTX, which is something they made with this exact tool set. And Portal RTX will be free to everyone who already owns Portal. It's free DLC. Um, thing looks absolutely nuts. It's really great. What's up? <laughs> I was like, what's the dumbest thing I can do with this? Real mist? Yes. <laughs> Finally. Uh, Finally, I can not play that version of Mist with ray tracing. <laughs> uh, and uh, they demoed off these tools with uh, Morrowind. They took a, a room in Elder Scrolls with Morrowind and they updated it to RTX tier <laughs> shit, and it was fucking weird. I'd, ol I'd only seen the the, the screenshot, so it's like you know, like normal RTX on. I'm like, okay. Um, these are not the same textures just with the ray tracing on. No. What right. else is going on here? No. Yeah. Without any context of understanding that that's what it's doing, that it's helping someone make a full-blown mod to put shit there, and just thinking, we turned RTX on and it's a different game now. Right. <laughs> Objects move around the room. You just keep flicking the switch on and off and it's terrifying. Uh, yeah, um, that looks promising, but honestly... I, I have a 1080 Ti for people who don't know. It actually is a limiter on our video production stuff for the three cam stuff. So I've been looking to upgrade, but didn't want to get a 3000 when I want AV1 encoding. Even if we can't stream that, it'll save me space and it'll look better. At the same time. Um, I want to do things like the Super Mario 64 with RTX. I want to see Cyberpunk, which now has the psycho ray tracing setting at playable frame rates. I want to see that. Uh, and most importantly, somebody somebody, somebody made a plug-in for ray tracing for N64 emulators, and they got Bomberman 64 running with it, and it looks fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks really fucking good. What the fuck is our sequel to Bomberman 64? There was a better timeline that branched off of that game instead of the one they had been making for 10 years prior to that. I just... I, Bomberman is so stale. Yeah. Bomberman 64 offered change. Was it, they wasn't have Bomberman that. Hero some other game they just put the Bomberman name on? That's my understanding. What was it, Bonk? Yeah, I think it was supposed to be a Bonk that game. That was a fucking Bonk game? That's what people were saying. At, point, at one point in development, it was going to be a Bonk game, and then they stuck Bomberman in it. Because they were like, no one likes Bonk. I like yeah. Bonk. I'm sorry, it's just you, Chris. <laughs> They're like, we're going to change it. Only Chris likes Bonk. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it for uh, the NVIDIA GPU news. Let me pop open the document. Do, 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 do. We'll see who we're going to go to. You know what? Let's let's start with Chris's news. Hey, Chris, why the fuck is uh, General Tarion in the thumbnail for Big Think Dimensions this week? Well, Rise of the Triad Ludicrous Edition was announced. It is a port slash remaster by Night Dive. Who have done such excellent work as uh, that new Power Slave, Turok One and Two. I think they're working on on Sin, or they already did Sin. They're working on the uh, the the Kingpin one, and they did a Blood Fresh Supply, which is now the definitive way to play Blood. Mm. Yes, because they finally fixed it into perfection. Basically, you don't have to fuck with Sword Sports; just buy Blood Fresh nice. Supply. 
And we're finally getting that for Rise of the Triad, which is good because every source port of Rise of the Triad sucks ass. <laughs> they aren't easy to get running. They aren't stable. Right. They suck. Mm-hmm. That's true. And then Night Dive's like, well, we'll just fucking do it. We'll just fucking do I, it. I look forward to more people uh, learning about dog mode. Yes. Which is oh. like God mode, except you turn into a dog. <laughs> it's great. Does that help, or are you just a dog now? You are dog oh, you're now. Invinci the dog is invincible. <laughs> I was oh. going to say, maybe it's uh, like when you pick odd job and everything goes over your head. <laughs> yes. It is like that. Uh, you're yeah. invincible. You can bite guys to kill them, or you can charge up your bark, which uh, jibs everybody in your cone of view. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, uh, I'll go ahead and explain the other thing that's in the thumbnail. <sighs> you, you do that. <laughs> one second. OBS is not working with this format. It is. It has changed to work with one format, but not this one. Okay. Anyway, so Ted Lasso here has the same expression everyone does whenever Ted Lasso comes up on Big Think Dimension. He's going to be in FIFA. He looks terrible. His in-game model yeah, is horrifying. Terrible. He, he looks terrible. No he, he looks like the racist cop dad from Life is Strange. <laughs> he does. I, this is the last year that FIFA is under EA, isn't it? So it's like, we need to get this out. We need to get him in here before we just lose it all. I mean, to be fair, what are you going to do? Do Ted Lasso years from now anyways? Yeah. There we go. This is how you get Americans into FIFA. You put Ted Lasso in. Is this part of the run-up to get Ted Lasso in Tekken 8? <laughs> I would love that so much. <laughs> So excited to eventually run a Ted Lasso podcast with Agro and Eric. And Handsome Joe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What did I do? <laughs> but, uh, okay, I've explained that part of the thumbnail. My news is done. I did not write down much this week, just the NVIDIA segment of that. Uh, we will go to Chris for the rest of his news. Chris is like, I left. You said Ted Lasso, and I disappeared in a puff of smoke. No, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Coden 1 and 2 HD Remaster Gate Rune and Dunan Unification Wars was announced for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. It's out in 2023. It's Coden 1 and 2. Uh, so so I, I think I said this off content, so I'm going to say it now. The fact that Konami has more than once seen these, seen these Kickstarter projects and went Oh shit, people actually want this old franchise of ours. We should re-release them and get a little bit of money. That makes them more in touch with the fan base and the market than Sony. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, Sony Sony's like, well, we're and, above that. We're we're above, we're above market demands and, and our <laughs> fan base wanting things. <laughs> I, yeah. I think we know what the people want. <laughs> Uh, but that's cool. I've never played those games, and now I'll wait until this is out to do that. Resident Sui Coded fan Bob, do you have an opinion on <laughs> Sui Coded 1 and 2? Stop calling me that! <laughs> no. um, I like seeing that 2 looks way better than 1, even in the remaster. It seemed like it remastered in totally different quality level. Yeah, it, uh, it really bummed me out when I was looking I've never, at 1. And I, I've like, never oh. heard a single people person talk about Sui Coded 1. Also, is from what I've seen, these look pretty close to the original. It's just like, it just looks weird because they're sharper. 
it to me one looks like an rpg maker game <laughs> made in the image of the first one with some shaders and stuff uh i feel like that's how sweet coden one looked though i know that's that's <laughs> yeah one looks really rough but yeah it does um like I like I I looked at a side by side and I'm like, wow, I didn't expect Sweet Coden One to look that much like an RPG Maker game. That's kind of strange. It is kind of strange. Uh, but yeah, two looking higher effort. Bob, Sweet Coden opinions? Any? Um, I haven't finished either of these games. I played like the first I don't know ten hours of two. Seemed neat, but I got distracted by something else at the time. Uh, and I played a lot of three, so I hope to do that one too. And if they ever remaster four, uh, new make a new running animation for the main character. That's unacceptable. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's a great walk cycle. <laughs> that is literally all I know about. So we got it. There's. They announced a long-term anime project for Genshin Impact done by UFO Table. Uh, they did. Demon Slayer and the Fate Anime Project. I was hoping Presumably. they wouldn't get roped into another one of these. Yeah, it's a big gotcha game. Uh, IPs. No, the, those are the, those are who have the money. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I, I, as long as they can pay for it, I guess. <laughs> They're going to be doing this shit forever. Kinchin Impact has like <laughs> four more arcs planned. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I hope... I hope that they make it into an anime and can tell a story reasonably, and then the, the creators of the games have to look at it and be like, oh, I guess we should write. <laughs> yes. They're, they're getting consistently better. They really just have a, 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 a fucking millstone around their neck called, we're, we're making more money than God, but we still don't want to just record the main character talking in two different voice actors. So we have to, we have to, keep, we have to keep the fucking imp around. To, to regurgitate everything that's happening every single line i, I again i'm not even sure it's that because if you go into the uh the dialogue thing like uh in your menu you can listen to hundreds of voice lines from main character it's him and talking to paimon and i'm sure it has the same thing for the girl it's just that yeah i don't know their mess of writing has always been every character needs to repeat everything and talk about events that are completely uncritical to the current situation and it makes every cutscene five times longer than it needs to. Yeah, hopefully the anime will truncate that a little bit. Yeah, I, I literally cannot imagine them making the anime that has dialogue like this. <laughs> no one. Uh, they announced a new Iron Man game. Yeah, that uh, was a surprise. From Elect- it's from Electronics Arts. Uh, the developers are Motive, uh, who uh, made Star Wars Squadrons and are on Dead Space 1 Remake. Uh, it's in pre-production. The person who was head designer, I think, of uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy game is involved. Mm. A couple other, a couple other big names were involved that I forgot and did not write down because they they said they were. It was one of those things like this person's very important. I'm like, I've never heard that name before, so I'll believe you. <laughs> I hate that EA keeps doing this other uh, thing. Like their announcement of games for like so many recently have been here's a list of people working in a studio we just founded. Like, just wait until you have a trailer. That's what's hype. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait. Just wait for a year from now when they announce it's also a service game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I didn't look into this any further, nor will I, but the headline made me physically wince, so I'm just going to read it. 
Samsung is bringing The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon to Fortnite as it looks to connect with Gen Z in its latest move into the metaverse. What? <laughs> the Agro gets to leave. Did you know did you know they <laughs> taught AI how to run businesses now? <laughs> I is this Jimmy Fallon's attempt to chat with Gen Z, or does it, they think that Fallon does that now? Oh, no, they think, dude, they think he's young. Dude, Corporations like, think Jimmy Fallon is young and likable. Oh my god! <laughs> and and lastly, <laughs> uh, a new story. Mm-hmm. A news story that I saw conveyed wrong every single time a person tried to convey it to me. And this is its second time around, technically, because yeah. this happened months ago, and I got tons of messages from people's. We were like, I'm sorry that you got that pay cut. I'm like, bitch, I got 50-50 this whole time. That's just about the fucking ninjas of the world. So this is this fucking cycle, second time around, as they officially canceled the 70-30 cut to make it 50-50. Let, okay, I will explain what is happening. Some large streamers got premium streamer rates. That means instead of the 50-50 split that everybody else gets on subs, they got 70-30. A lot of people, uh, I think they even admit this in in this press release because they're insane. Why would you ever admit this? Mm -hmm. Admitted that almost all feedback was just give everybody 70-30. Yep. Uh, in response, they decided that actually everyone will get 50-50. They are ending the 70-30 tier. It is going away forever in tw- in 2023. And if you make more than $100,000 a year before then, it, after the first $100,000, it will go to 50-50, even if you already have 70-30. They are doing this allegedly because Amazon, who is Twitch's parent company, is charging them so much for hosting, so Amazon is fleecing Amazon, so Amazon has to fleece you. Let let me explain it further, because it's even worse than that. Amazon owns Amazon Web Services that host the video streaming for Twitch, which is owned by Amazon, so Amazon's Amazon Web Services is fleecing Amazon Twitch. That's what they say. It's bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I have no sympathy for any corporation who's going to tell me that redistributing a six and on average lower megabit per second stream to a few hundred people at the at the cheaper end where they're making less money because we all know the huge names they have way more subs than than we do. Oh, like yeah. their attachment rates insane. Because at a certain point, you have millionaires showing up consistently to throw shit at you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way that makes any sense financially. They're absolutely full of shit. I saw a lot of streamers considering moving to YouTube. Uh, I have not publicly mentioned this up until now, but I've been long before this news hit. I've been honestly thinking about bringing Big Think over there. But as a... As a, as a thing goes, I don't think YouTube is a great discoverability platform, and I see this brought up by a lot of streamers, but guess what, motherfucker? Twitch isn't either. And you have former Twitch employees even saying that much, where they're just like, we used to be. <laughs> we haven't in years. Like, it's, it's so sad. Yeah, exactly. That's the cycle. YouTube to Twitch to YouTube. Mm. 
<laughs> we just keep tumbling around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there are benefits to being on YouTube. For example, the mobile app's way better for streams. Um, people who are subscribed to you on YouTube, usually if you're live, you will be one of the first things that is recommended to them on YouTube. And that's pretty big. Because mm-hmm. um, people can follow like a hundred different platforms and it will just or a hundred different channels and it will just put them beneath you if you are live. Um, but you know, how do you get found by strangers? Right? How do you get found by people who didn't already find you? Right. Um, that's interesting. I sat in on a Twitter space that was absolutely fucking hilarious with former Twitch employees. And uh basically one of them was like, being live ten hours a day isn't isn't gonna save you. You need to literally find people anywhere else <laughs> so we're excited to announce big thing to mention coming live to tiktok streaming uh, unfortunately you know because the aspect ratio of tiktok streaming you're just gonna see aggro's vertical cut <laughs> and the and the text ends <laughs> but yeah I will physically <laughs> resist being put on TikTok. <laughs> uh, Listen, Agro, we need to combat all the disinformation on TikTok. That's true. Well, shit, man, the rant is go is going to be on TikTok. I'm going to make it a better place for the gamers. <laughs> for the gamers. For the for the players. Okay. Okay, listen, 15-year-old, I know you got fed this video after the algorithm after watching a video about how every single white van you've ever seen is definitely human traffickers, but I'm going to tell you about GPUs. (laughs) (laughs) I know you may or may not have food poisoning from pink sauce. (laughs) Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to Venz. Featuring Dr. Agro only. <laughs> Give me out of here. This wasn't in my contract. It's like 110 episodes of me sitting in this chair going, delete TikTok. <laughs> Bring back vines. And, and. Um, yeah, uh, I'm always going to say the major problem isn't I will never be surprised when a large platform gets worse. That is the natural course of life. The only thing that will keep them from getting worse is competition. And the Silicon Valley companies have done an exceedingly efficient job of keeping out most of the challengers. So the fact that they are facing competition that they don't even view as competition necessarily from TikTok. Mm -hmm. And that's about it right now is why these things can just get worse for everyone over time. I expect sometime soon, YouTube will make some move that makes them look good for streaming. Like giving you a higher percent of your subs or something like that. Because that actually was their cadence for a while there. I do not expect them to fix discoverability ever. I do not expect Twitch to fix discoverability ever. I do not expect things to get better on either platform I, largely ever. It's so weird because it's like that wouldn't just benefit the, the creators. If they have more people being discovered and becoming bigger streamers, that's more money for them too. Well, yeah, oh, but, yeah. but people really like these big guys. If we endlessly feed everybody into them, 
will make infinite. But that hasn't worked. That that stop like Marx calls it diseconomies of scale. It's when the economy of scale stops working and a corporation goes fucking mental. <laughs> so may, maybe we've reached that point where it's like we have to do something else. Actually, yeah, anything chat's, else. Chat's bringing up YouTube's cut has always been thirty percent on memberships. I forgot about that. Oh yeah. Wow. They should promote it if they're not stupid. Right? Like, with this news coming out? Please look forward to Perfect Dimension Live available on YouTube and Vens. <laughs> I love Vens. I'm just gonna name the next episode of Big Think. T-H space E-N-S. I keep thinking, like, you better not fucking do it. How would I ever find out? <laughs> Right? You'll find, <laughs> out. You'll find out. You'll find out when there's a news story about how you're the new TikTok star. <laughs> Somebody fucking like tries to link me a TikTok video on Twitter and I auto ban them before I read the title. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, the best part is you, you, the only way you'd find out recording the show is you just look over and you're like, man, Dan spends a lot of his time on TikTok nowadays. Uh, in the middle of the podcast, even. That seems so strange. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I wasn't aware. Can you just stream to TikTok? You can stream to TikTok, and the discoverability is really good. In fact, I, that that Twitter space I was talking about, uh, one of the former Twitch creators, like, yeah, I'll watch someone go live on Twitch, and they go have like 20, 40 viewers, and then they go live on TikTok Live, and because it just shoves it in front of everyone's face at random, because discoverability is really good there, they have 800 people watching out of nowhere. And I'm like, yeah, wow, that's what discoverability looks like. It's when you quickly shove this in front of everybody's face and go, do you want this? No? Okay, then leave. Instead, I go to... Okay, you, you know, I, I've been pretty polite until now. You want me to fucking talk about it? You know why discoverability is so bad on Twitch? It's not even exclusively what Chris was saying of they show you the biggest person. Mm -hmm. It's that they are curating it and they're fucking dog shit at it. The front page on Twitch is fucking useless. You know how I found everyone whose content I enjoy? It is on the left margin. People who watch this person also watch. Okay. People who follow this, er, this streamer also watches. Those are helpful. Those have, that is how I found literally everyone I watch on Twitch, except for Vox, because Vox was a viewer of ours. That's how I found Vox Andra's channel. Right. That's it. Everyone else who isn't someone from content I've collaborated with, which technically we did collaborate with her on live streams, but is through that, and also on that margin. And also, yes, that's true. Curse Content Club versus, which somebody left a comment on that one like three weeks ago. I forgot to bring it up where they were just like, you know, I was a fan of the show and now I see this and I'm like, fuck this. And I'm like, do they assume we hated it and they didn't listen to it at all? Or <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That was a weird comment. <laughs> it was a fucking strange comment. I'm like, maybe they just hate Versus a lot. I don't understand. I don't know or how women. you do that. I don't know. Or, yeah, exactly. Maybe they, they don't respect women. Who knows? <laughs> we have no idea. No idea. But these platforms aren't going to get better. Um, I like the idea of people who f subscribe to us f on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, we get like 4,000, 5,000, 6,000 views on Big Thing to mention a week there. Those people could be alerted to it being live in a much more efficient way. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's an interesting thing 
Uh, also, I wouldn't have to fuck with this. It would just be up every week. We yeah. hit stop streaming and it would be like, oh, my work's done. So that's why I've been thinking about that. We don't have any decisions to announce yet, but it is just something I could do in the future. I don't know. Anyways. That's all of Chris's news. Bob, do you have any news about the Corpos? <laughs> I do have some news. Is it about the Corpos? I feel like the most Corpo news I have is the Logitech G Cloud being revealed. <laughs> what a fucking oh turd. <laughs> I know. It comes out next month. It's a streaming-only portable. Supports Xbox Cloud Gaming and NVIDIA GeForce. It... So what the fuck is it? You can only use this while on Wi-Fi. A paperweight. You're right. Yes. Like, it I, is absolutely a paperweight. I own a phone. What did they make? It has controller stuff on it, so you have the analog sticks and stuff. <laughs> Welcome to 2022. You think I could get one of those for my stuff. iPhone that's less than $300? Yes. Yeah. 100%. That absolutely exists, and it's probably more comfortable. I like reading this article that about it that was published by one of those awful, like, obviously Microsoft-tilted uh, sites. Inside the article, like, well, it's almost as expensive as the stream deck or the Steam Deck, but it's okay because they can't subsidize their price with the sales of games, so that's why it's so pricey. It's like, no, that's that's their problem, not the consumer. They made a bad decision. They designed and launched a terrible product for no one. I mean. <laughs> They're explaining a the economics for no of the one price. Is cloud gaming in general. Yeah, I would have to. I would have to read the piece to know if they're excusing it for that reason. Because it, there's a world of difference between deconstructing a thing. You know, it's like that Pokemon tweet oh, I made in the last week. Absolutely. Where it, I was just it, like, it's a language barrier thing. They associated fucking Nuzlocks <laughs> with realm hacks. They didn't know better. And then people were like, "You're defending them." And I'm like, "No. Where did you read that?" It is. Maybe I should reread it, but I feel like it's written in a way that's very much keyed oh, towards. Oh, I don't. I don't doubt that. Every no, single person actually, I saw. It's a thing that has Xbox on it. It's great. Uh, uh, tech writers have more brain rot than most industries. <laughs> it, like, on l- average, l- I it, think game journalists have less brain, brain rot than tech writers. As I've said a million times, tech journalists will eat the biggest shit sandwich in the world <laughs> if they think it gets them closer to what they think being in Star Trek is like. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't need to own a console. I have a magic tablet that beams the games to me. And it's like, uh, they're in 544p, they're macro blocked to shit, and you have 18, you have 48 frames of input delay. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's the future. It's the future. Like, I don't pay for individual games anymore. Cloud gaming is not real. It is It is not up to standard yet. We don't need the next generation of this thing that is already a worse version. It's really funny, too, because like when I've seen cloud gaming be okay, every <coughs> time was on an Ethernet jack. Every time was a wired connection. Well, what if? What if <laughs> that was impossible and removed from the equation and it's a fucking portable now? Every game is now the cloud version of Steam ga- or sorry, Switch games. Mm. But yeah. they're, they're never like, going to stop. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter Even, if it fails. No. Because, it, because if it works. Infinite money. If it works. Uh-huh. So there is there is no I, theoretical. I feel like we're getting to the end of people <laughs> being willing to throw themselves on that pike because it looks like Google's going to kneel pretty soon. Because as we pointed out, oh yeah, Assassin's no, Creed Mirage on Luna, not on yeah. Stadia. Yeah, that shit's yeah. ending soon, one hundred percent. 
Um, the funny thing, they announced the MSRP being $349.99. Retailers are already listing at $299.99. I think that's because if you pre-order it, you get it at $300. Okay. Mm, I wow. think that's what they announced. $350. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you, you know what's going to be that price and come out in like six months? The Switch 2. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> probably gonna be 400 at most what a stupid what? device that no one should ever have made or buy it, this this feels like it was like shit the steam deck is more successful than we thought we need a steam deck and it's like well we well there there were was years of engineering and research put into the steam deck to decide on all its specs and everything we don't have any of that time how do we get one out fast right. make it a cloud device good enough and then it and then it tanks into the core of the earth it's like yeah. i don't think you heard me i didn't ask you to make me a product i asked you to make me money <laughs> you, know, you know i'm really happy that it genuinely seems like there actually isn't anyone who would really like to play top shelf console games but not own any hardware but that that market demographic they keep insisting is totally real if only we could we could only connect to them just does isn't real doesn't yeah. exist yeah, yeah, no, it actually has, it has become incredibly evident that people who don't have the money to afford even a $400 console are not lining up to buy $70, $60 games constantly. <laughs> yeah, why would they? Because that economically <laughs> makes fucking sense. <laughs> and honestly, the engagement is, if they're interested in that, they're probably already there. They probably want a premium good-feeling controller and a good like a good a good view right mm -hmm. they don't want this bizarre setup where it's stuck on a yeah a really cheap portable like i know many many people who play games and don't own consoles they play indie games on their pc which is good enough because it's a moderate pc right maybe slightly above average because they do music or art or video mm -hmm. so they can play you know like freedom planet or something like that that interests them and, right. and they're not interested in high-end console games as a general rule mm -hmm. uh because something that i've mentioned a bunch of times uh if, you, if you're not a straight white dude who likes shooting people in the head there's not a whole lot for you in triple a games not nearly as much as there should as there should be i mean if you could consider splatoon 3 and things like that triple a i would say yes, nintendo, nintendo is a lot. there's nintendo there's the ea has the sims yeah and then and then i think square enix things do a pretty good job bringing then, in additional people and then sony had uh death stranding and ghost of tsushima half being out of that genre of straight white dudes only zone uh yeah i mean it's better than it was everybody else it's like Gen, but it <laughs> is but, yeah. but but all they did like, like i've said this before like all it all they did is like Go well. We're gonna take the exact same game mm -hmm. and make the protagonist a girl. And I'm like, you realize that it, there's probably more to it than that, as evidenced by the fact that your demographic split has not shifted at all, nope. even a little. And 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 uh, dear, hey, game journalists, you realize this is a cynical marketing ploy so they can pretend they're serving an audience they're totally not serving. They're like, no, <laughs> we we mu we must go along with their lie, just like we went along with their frame rate doesn't matter lie in 2013 wait a minute wait a minute are you telling me for spoken is it going to break new ground on demographics and make the console it ships on the most female centric console to a ship of all time since the game boy 
I think that's bullshit, good sir. I think Forspoken's bringing it. <laughs> the tides are changing. Co companies hate giving out demographic info for their players because it always makes them fucking look bad. <laughs> like, uh, like that the stupid family like, guy bit. Like, like Overwatch uh, boasted about it, and then like an independent research thing came out and said Overwatch has a fifteen percent female player base. This is twice as much as the average FPS. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they're not all coming out every week to blame Nintendo for this. For putting that shit in the boy toy aisle in the 80s. You know? It's okay. On a long enough timeline, society, culture will repair. We will progress. And we'll finally get these women to play Call of Duty. That's, that's yep, the problem. That was the problem, and that is the well, solution. Exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll get them to play Call of, uh, well, Call of Duty with Call of Duty Vanguard, which has a female protagonist. It doesn't really. Don't worry, guys. We're just lying in the marketing material. She's only playable for like thirty percent of the game. And it would have been nice if I had one whole story that followed her instead of what's in that game. <laughs> it's just like we made a we made a female the the protagonist. Now it's for girls. I, I think it's really funny. <laughs> this is, this, uh, do you know porn exists? Do you know there's lesbian porn? Like, is that this specifically reminds me back in the day there was a debate over whether or not Love Hina was shoujo manga because oh. it had a predominantly female cast <laughs> and was about romance. You know we did have that. Is Final Fantasy X to the Final Fantasy for girls press cycle when that game <laughs> no, was that fucking was coming seven. out? <laughs> I, and I, then we had to have, and then we had to have the has Final Fantasy left women behind <laughs> with Final <laughs> Fantasy XV, which is maybe the most delusional press cycle <laughs> I've ever seen go through. <laughs> Holy shit! I, it just reminds me of how Assassin's Creed back, you know, one through three did have a pretty good split, like a lot of female fans. Why could it... How did that happen, Bob? I don't understand what on the cover of Assassin's Creed could convince a lady to buy the game. There's absolutely no reason any woman who plays a handsome man, right? No one wants a hot Italian. <laughs> no. Not it, even it, one. It is, it's really weird how, like, God. Ezio is, like, a character that's well fleshed out and people like, and then they never manage to thread that needle ever again in Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it drives me yes. fucking insane. They, they were like, well, just so you know, there's no future gameplay in the new in Mirage. And I'm like, why are you announcing this like it's a good thing? You should be bearing this like it's a turd. What do you? <laughs> Have they? Come on. I don't think they've. I don't think they've done the future shit since. I know it and was it's... in. It was in Origins. It was in Origins with some character I've never heard of doing some shit I don't care about. It's so they switched so much to that future stuff to being you're in first person. You are not a character. You're a mindless drone walking around a facility. It's so bizarre. It's like, like you I don't want, see the it, appeal I, of your I, franchise at all. Do I, you? It, it's in this weird zone where like Assassin's Creed three has all that shit where it's like Desmond. Is that his fucking name? I think so. Yeah. Like Desmond. Uh, you you put together the the fucking objects of Eden, which are alien artifacts. Uh, a big solar flare is going to destroy the planet, so you need to put you need to take your followers into this cave so you can come out and become Jesus Christ. Uh, and we're going to show you visions of how people will misinterpret your doctrine and do crusades and genocide and shit in your name. And you need to deal with that. And then Desmond goes, "This is fucking stupid. I'm going to sacrifice myself to block the sun flare." Like, 
by using the magic technology, he puts like a barrier around the planet that protects it from the fucking sun flare. I'm like, Desmond, you're a guy in a hoodie. How the fuck are you? Right. It like Superman Richard Donner cut music as he flies up. <laughs> He's gonna turn back time. <laughs> it really feels like they have to downplay all that. Yeah, like that, yeah. that's that's too much to onboard people with, so they can just never mention it again. But they just, also can't just make this about like the Templar assassins and and not have the framing device. It's weird. It it's it just it's unfortunate. I want them to advertise a fucking Assassin's Creed where they're just like, here's the cool future character now. Yeah, yeah, that always felt like what we were building to, and that just didn't happen. It's it's fucking weird because you know they got it with the first game. They got it because it was NDA'd and it was secret. And then when you boot the game up, it's a moment. You're like, oh shit, what the fucking ruled? It yeah, did absolutely. No, that was like, actually I, I huge. visions of future games where I'm like, yeah, now I'm in the future and I've got a hidden blade, except it makes a robot noise when it pops out. Yeah, like, yeah, but no, nothing, nothing. Fucking uh, dumbass. We, we really got off base here. Yeah, let's uh Bob go. Yeah, um Valkyrie profile, not Elysium, but Valkyrie profile <laughs> Lenith. the port. Lenith. Yes, Valkyrie profile Lenith, the port from the <laughs> PSP has been delayed till uh December 22nd. It was originally going to come out alongside the game or Elysium, uh-huh. which is on the 29th of this month. Mm-hmm. So that's a couple months delay for a PSP for port. a port of a PSP game. Three fucking months p- delay. What I, the fuck? I, maybe that's more than the normal port. I don't know. That's very strange. That is bizarre. I'm I'm excited to see if they do change things and make things better in some way, though. Uh, it was so far outside of my mental framework uh-huh. for them to delay a port of a PSP game for three months. I read that news and went, oh, shit, Elysium's delayed. (laughs) That's fair. Now, in the same fucking tangent, the same vector of news stories I read in the last week that were so far outside of my framework, Mm -hmm. everyone said, hey, Donkey's getting into publishing. And then Chris (laughs) makes a comment about how funny it is for YouTubers to get big and then do their endeavor that will lose them money or whatever. And I'm just sitting here and I'm reading every comment for a whole day. And I'm like, guys, I don't see what the issue is if he gets into publishing. Like, I failed to see how him liking or disliking RTSs would affect his ability to judge a good book pitch. Because <laughs> no one said game publishing all day. I sat there and thought this fucker was starting a book publishing label. <laughs> hilarious. You know, the, the only thing I'm going to say on that is everybody is making fun of him. But considering that all you have to do to beat the curve on indie game publisher is don't be a sexual predator and don't steal the rights of your developers, I think he has a pretty good shot of beating the curve. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not that hard. As people find me having this conclusion inconceivable, I'll remind you, being a YouTuber that doesn't shut up about games makes you just as capable of publishing a book as it does a game. (laughs) That is not a skill set that makes you good at either of those. Good luck to him, though. Yeah, with any luck, we just get an indie publisher that's not complete trash out of it. Maybe. Option one, we get an indie publisher that isn't trash about it. Option two, we get a great down the rabbit hole in five years. Option three, option three, he actually starts to work on it, realizes it's a lot of work and stops. 
Right. Also funny. <laughs> and everyone learns a lesson. <laughs> uh, my ne- next piece of news is more a warning than anything else. Ooh. Okay. The Mario Brothers movie trailer comes out at Comic-Con October I'm 6th. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's a teaser, so don't get too excited. I'm just I keep trying to imagine what like first pass Sonic movie Sonic looks like as Mario with Chris oh, Pratt's voice. That, I mean with tiny human teeth. The thing is it's not done by Sega, so there is someone over the shoulder from Nintendo yeah. being like, it looks like Mario. He has to look like Mario. He's got weird, sharp, <laughs> tiny teeth, and his eyebrows are too, like, detailed. Yeah, you can just if, see if, every like, hair in his eyebrows, and it's like, hey, if what's If anything, up? like, six months after that movie comes out, we're going to get reports of people from, like, from Illumination being like, Nintendo is insane. <laughs> they had, like, the council who had to approve every single thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there was the rumor that the test screening for it went bad and they delayed it. There was a rumor of that. Yeah. I don't know. If there was the rumor that there was a that. rumor that they bought a new studio to make it. So that rumor was complete bullshit. Okay. It was like, they were so mad at illumination. They bought a studio to make the movie. Now. I mean, they bought, uh, the people who made the cutscenes from, uh, yes, they did other M. <laughs> oh, that's but, weird. But people were trying to spin some acquisition like that into right their hate illumination and the movie's been delayed so they can remake and i'm like no guys that movie's gonna come out i'm sorry you have to live with it (laughs) (laughs) we're all sorry (laughs) Uh, Uh, i i I think some people from pixar were like yeah you know that two minute scene where bowser and in wreck it ralph they like had notes on how bowser had to stir his coffee Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense yeah they they are not fucking around no no, they're not. I, I, I need, I need us to get on the timeline, or this movie makes a bunch of money. Everybody has to take their kids to see it. So, boomer Facebook moms imprint onto Toad instead of Minions. <laughs> so, so you want a bunch like, of moms on Mario <laughs> Golf? I don't. <laughs> so we get a bunch of sassy Toads going. Don't talk to me till I've had my second glass. They're holding a wine glass. Oh, I, I don't need to see a wine drunk toad. <laughs> At least they'll all be on Facebook and I'll be safe. <laughs> right? That the, the, Facebook works as a really nice nuclear shelter we've filmed every, everyone It's into. weird because you usually don't like put the thing you're going to nuke inside of the nuclear shelter. <laughs> no. But it, let, it keeps them from getting out. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a shelter. That sounds like something else. <laughs> Can we just sort of kill zone? <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's layered from Armor Core 3. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I think we should keep all the Facebook users in there working on stuff. I just think it'd be better, like <laughs> the good old days. Would. Yeah. After 9 11. Give war a chance. <laughs> my last piece of news GTA 6 leaked a lot. There are 90 oh, yeah, videos. Yeah, a, a hacker. <laughs> like, it, somebody's going to prison. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. 100%. This guy is almost certainly going to jail if he makes it there. That did, right? It's going to be it's going to be funny when it comes out when it comes out that he's in some fucking country that doesn't extradite to the United States. He's like, "Get fucked, losers." <laughs> 
I, uh, I don't think Rockstar cares about jurisdiction. I, right. I'm like, I think they have their own mercenaries. Right. Yeah, no. go after this, is, this is literally the point where I would have entertained that Gabe Newell would have done it for the Half-Life 2 leak back in the day. Like, eh, maybe if he had the disposable income lying around. And this, this is Rockstar. They absolutely have Merc money. Um, yeah. So this thing leaked an insane amount. And you think, oh, the leak's this much? No, this much. No, this much. No, this. And as the guy keeps running, you hear like the da 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 as he's going for that fucking touchdown of ultimate wanted rating. <laughs> They're going to fly a chopper in and just shoot him to death. Uh, 90 fucking videos. Yeah. I watched 60 of them. Good Lord. I only watched like 10. Yeah, I, I didn't watch that much because I'm like, this, this sure looks like GTA 5, but in a different place with different characters. Yeah, it was pretty cool, though, because I looked at it and I was like, wow, that looks like Florida. That was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was well, easy to the two characters, too. Yeah. It, they did say it, it did, is transparently in Vice City, so yeah, it is Florida. Like that's, that was the first yeah. time I felt bad. I'm like, oh, they, they, they had to be looking forward to that reveal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it, it, came, it came out a bit ago that it was supposed to be Vice City, but it's just like there's a world of difference between looking at Vice City and being like, this is Florida, and you have to imagine it. Mm-hmm. And then looking at this, and it's like, that actually looks like Florida. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, you have the two main characters that got shown off. Yeah, you have White Trashman, <laughs> <laughs> the eye level GTA player, <laughs> and then the cool chick. Yes. Yeah. No, I thought it was really neat. They also showed, uh, so they showed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they pantsed. Uh, yeah. Fucking uh, being in the car and shooting out the window or out the back window of a truck. Yeah, how you can aim your your gun anywhere in the car, which I was like, oh, that's really neat. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of features with that where, like, between that and the performance it's running at and other things, I'm like, man, I wonder if this is like going to be a return to more of a like GTA Four era thing. Where, yeah, it was more simulation stuff, happening. right? Because because that Crowby Cat video is incredible. If you've never seen the Crowby Cat video about GTA Four versus Five, please do. That is, if if the the himboification of the game industry could be put, the AAA game industry could be put into one video, it would be that. Where it's just like, man, GTA Five looks way better. It also just cut half of the simulation for the world when it comes to all these different things. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I'm interested. I'm excited. I I think I'm optimistic. Uh, it was cool seeing how many people they're trying to put in those areas too. Like, right. they go, they show an interior to a strip club, I think, and that just filled yeah, with people. It was fucking packed. It had like forty fucking people in there at least. It's funny because obviously this is leaked. This isn't a presentation. You weren't supposed to see this. Mm-hmm. So people have like plastic hair. Yeah. 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 No. There's. Yeah. It's clearly in an unfinished state. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Which I guess is a weird foreign concept to some people. Oh, completely foreign to some people. Oh, the game looks bad. Oh, shut the fuck up. Man, is dinner's really these hard sticks? No, those are called noodles and you have to boil them. <laughs> right. But it didn't say pre-pre-alpha on every shot, so it must be done. Ignore that it's, the entire screen is covered in text of like, yeah, this isn't running right. There's <laughs> The GPU is not loading right. All of those other sides. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no. You just take it at face value for some reason. Yeah, it's 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 nuts that people are this dense. But uh, 
I don't know. A lot of people are floating even farther the other direction. Shit of, oh, they leaked it. Now they're going to have to start the game over. And it's like, what dimension do you live <laughs> yeah, in? It, it, I, uh, honestly, it, it, it has annoyed me a lot to see people being like, those poor devs at Rockstar are all shitting and pissing their pants as they rack sobs. And I'm like, guys, I think they're at most disappointed they don't get to tell us it's Vice City. Mm-hmm. I think you're kind of infantilizing, you know, industry professionals a little bit here. Then you should probably simmer down. But I'm an industry professional and I'm a mental infant. <laughs> Thank like, you, game journalist. You know, you, it's like, guys, <laughs> do not spoke Kot- until you're called upon again. Kotaku posted the entire game design document for Fallout 4 before that game was announced. And I yeah. think they were okay. Yeah, they, at the same time, they were fucking pissed at Kotaku, but... <laughs> yeah, they, they, should they, be. they should have been. Right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I don't see them rebooting this. I don't think they're going to change course much on this. Based on... I mean, this is really stupid, but I've grown up in Florida my whole life, so, like... It's, you just look at it, it's so Florida. It was like the moment in GTA V where the water looked really good, and you're like, holy shit, good water in a video game. Yeah. It was like that, but for being Florida, where I'm just like, oh, shit, I'm fucking yeah, Florida as nice hell. Florida. Uh, very nice Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a nice Florida. What year is this? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited. I, I hope it comes out. The weirdest thing is uh, some of the shit that leaked was running on PS4. Oh, wow. So it's a cross-gen GTA? Yeah, unless they cancel that at some point. Yeah, they could cancel it. I mean, that wouldn't be the first game to cancel a last-gen version. Right. I don't think they're shipping that that shit by the end of 2023, but maybe. I mean, yeah, if if you just went in and grabbed a bunch of shit, it might just be old shit from when they might have been doing. Some of the builds were from July, so it's not that old. Oh, okay. They also um, apparently got, maybe, it's unclear, they might have gotten GTA V source code. They're like, hey, hey, Rockstar, you fucking pay me or else this shit goes online. Yeah, oh. there was the making there was the joke of like, hey, I'm gonna sell this to the highest bidder, is like what the guy was saying. And just people were making the joke of Rockstar goes to buy it from him. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. is usually the intent when someone gets something like this. Right. But uh yeah, they said they're not gonna be leaking the GTA six source code or anything like that. It's like, yeah, because that would be too illegal. Is it? Is there a reason? But yeah, I don't know. Anyway, anything else? No, nope, that's okay. it. Doctor Agro, I understand you also have news. Uh, that is heinous slander. How dare you say oh. such a thing about me? Uh, uh, sorry, I thought as the host of Thens, <laughs> <laughs> a show I am entirely unaware of. Plausible deniability. Plausible deniability. <laughs> so to follow up on our. Uh, Hacking theme. <laughs> Noted console hacker, and I, I did you pronounce this name C Turt? That's what I would. It's capital C, capital T, U R T. Like like Sea Turtle, but C yeah. Turt. Uh, has publicly disclosed the Master Core exploit. Yeah. Mast one core, Mastacore, like Mastacore. masticate, but Mastacore with a one and a zero. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking weird. Uh, for PS4 and PS5, it's essentially right now a way to run PS2 games on a PS4 or a PS5 yeah. that are unauthorized. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, the uh, just in time 
what the compiler? Fuck yeah, compiler. Yeah, just changes PS2 code to PS4 code on the fly. Yeah, and at a system level, they just give priority to whatever that thing's spitting out and doesn't check it for anything. So if you can use an exploit from a PS2 game to get in there, you can just feed code into a PS4 or a PS5. So right now, you can just run any PS2 game you want. We're looking possibly at being able to run arbitrary code in a PS5, so maybe the golden age of homebrew and piracy is back. <laughs> and we might see the PS5 get fucking PSP'd. <laughs> Man. I, I read what you had to do to make it that happen, and it seemed so involved that unless yeah. unless some yeah. unless like unless it becomes like the you you don't have to do shit. This is so easy. Anybody could do it, like it was mm. with the um with the PSP. It was like just a PNG. <laughs> it was yeah. like, look at this picture. Okay, I'm a hacker. And that's like it. It may it may be more impossible than uh, people are saying to get it to an easier state because mm. the guy turned it in to Sony's bounty program like last year. Yeah, he got the bounty for it. the The year ran out, so he took it public. He says they haven't patched it. They haven't changed anything. It still exists. So either Sony is confident that they're that nothing's going to come of this, or they can't fix it because the compiler isn't in the OS. It's included in every PS2 game that you download, or the disc ones for PS2 to PS4. Yeah, so they so. would have to patch it on the Sony server side for all of those, and then the discs still exist. Well, the discs don't do anything. Well, actually, the the physical discs exist. What of some of those games, like like Limited Run, would have oh, done something right. like that? Yeah, I was like, who the heck? Did yeah, that. yeah, Limited Run did Jack. Remember? Mm-hmm. So those would exist, but you wouldn't be able to inject code into that ISO because it's just right. the disc. Yeah. Um, but you, it. They would definitely have to find a way to just patch the fuck out of all the images on the server, which doesn't sound like modern Sony. Mm-hmm. Modern Sony doesn't like trying hard. I'm like, is this whole thing the reason they haven't done any more PS2 games? As soon as I read this story, I thought, oh shit, is this what it is? I mean, yeah. the funny thing is this emulator has been accessed, this, this Sony emulator has been accessed for a while. Mm-hmm. To the point where you remember when we streamed uh, Castlevania Curse of Darkness and Lament of Innocence in a single night? Yeah. So I, I, I've seen footage of Curse of Darkness running on a PS4. <laughs> and I saw it back then. So it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really frustrating how many things it's like. You could just release these. No. Pay I mean, to be, f- no. to be fair. Curse of Darkness running on a PS4 did not run correctly on a PS4. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it's a, it's a fucking emulator. The difference is Sony's supposed to check it to make sure it runs well. And so I don't know what's up with that Jedi racing game that you sold me, you fucks. But, <laughs> you know, can't win them all. Yep. So right now it's a complicated thing that can do a very specific neat thing. So just, you know, watch this space. Yep. Uh... <laughs> 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 so Blizzard, in in what I can only assume was a fit of jealousy <laughs> over Rockstar getting all the attention and people calling them pretty, uh, they were doing a friends and family beta for Diablo Four, mm-hmm. and from what I hear, this is this is shit I read on Reddit. 
some guy who was in it was streaming it to some of his friends over Discord so they could watch him play. And one of his friends just hit record. Yeah. Oh, what a concept. Oh, my God. So there's like a what 43, are 43 minutes? minutes of just playing Diablo 4 out there. You can Google that shit. Cool. Yeah, I meant to go do that because I was interested in seeing it. There's like not. contextual jumping. Oh. Yeah. yeah, no, that shit's really cool. Like I thought one of the more exciting things they were showing early on was the terrain matters and is traversable in an interesting and new way for Diablo. It's like, oh, cool. Awesome. Great. Uh, is there anything that hasn't leaked this week? Sony's lineup for next year. Hmm. That's true. <laughs> we still have nothing. I just, it's getting to the point where it almost earns its own fucking the rant is go. Where it's like, hey, whoever's doing the marketing at Sony in the Jim Ryan era, get fired. Commit yeah. a crime, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are the worst. No one wants to buy a $500 console when all they know that's coming out for it is a game that releases in two months. Like, uh, seriously, that, Spider-Man. That's true. There's Spider-Man yeah, there's and Wolverine. Spider-Man, there's Wolverine. You got to give them Final Fantasy 16 because they paid for exclusivity on that. That's true. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two as well, is, and those are both next-gen exclusive, so it's not even like a Sony platform exclusive. But it's just like, um, what is Sony making? Like, they're making Spider-Man and Wolverine. Yeah, but by this point, we should have started to see the next Or see those again, for, yeah. Like, mm, something to give us any sort yeah, of, we have more than two games. We need, we need some long-term out announcements. Uh, I mean... With us still in the state, like I assume, once Sony's because they said that thing a while back, where it's like we are we are working very hard to fix the supply issue. Soon mm-hmm. it will be fixed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess they're like, well, we don't have to try until that issue's fixed because <laughs> we keep selling out regardless. I mean, they are trying to fix it. They raised the price. <laughs> if you can pay more fucking to make a console, you idiot. can get more of them. That's how that works. Can't wait it's to see how much idiot. the PSVR 2 costs. Hey, at least I can pre-order that. Fine. Probably? Yeah. It'd knows? be weird if it didn't allow that. But. Well, yeah, you can on their site for five minutes. Oh. Okay. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think about last August, uh, Cyberpunk 2077's numbers on Steam peaked at like 16,000 concurrent players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then something Imaishi descended from heaven and delivered unto us a miracle named Rebecca Edge Runners. <laughs> <laughs> and she single handedly saved Cyberpunk. Uh, when I wrote this into the document, it had doubled that number to 37,000 concurrent players. Uh-huh. I checked it again today. Yeah. Uh, 89,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tie-ins work when they're good. <laughs> yeah. I, was, yep. I, I mean, you know, and, and also, you know, the game runs stably on next-gen consoles, and they had that big content patch and then and they announced the dlc but mostly rebecca and right. it was yeah, and it was seven dollars it was seven dollars <laughs> at the time yeah yeah but mo- mo- mostly rebecca mostly rebecca it's caused anyone to talk about that game again mm-hmm. like i've seen so many people just be like oh i guess i'll, I'll play it now I didn't give it a chance back then because it was just a huge it, co- like controversy. It, it, I I fell out at the start of the year, and I'm like, I guess I'll go back now. And it's like it's it's a whole different 
demographic. It's 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 a it's a big fucking trigger drop. Right. So that splashed a whole different group of people who just like peeked over like, wasn't it that, that game that sucked? And you look at it, oh wait, it looks like it runs now. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's not the weird fucked up carnival it was at launch. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Is that it? Uh yeah. We out of news. That's all I had. Uh, I have one more piece of news. Oh shit. Oh no. Uh Floridian representative Matt Gates <laughs> no! going to begin going to begin streaming on Twitch soon. In unrelated news, uh Bloomberg has announced that uh, child predators use Twitch extensively to track the movement of children. So watch out for that. <laughs> Those two things I just said, unrelated. Unrelated. Just two hot pieces of news coming in. Like hot garbage. <laughs> Completely unrelated. <sighs> Uh, in the next week, Bob and I are going to play Armored Core 4, Armored Core 4 Answer, and Formula Front for like two hours, because there's no way I'm beating an AI generation creation in Assassin, or Armored Core, Assassin's Creed, Armored Core <laughs> game. There's just no way that's happening, because I'm not that interested in AI generation games to be engaged enough to eat it all in one bite on stream. Uh... Oh yeah, that's there's there's one anecdote I wanted to tell. Oh yeah, uh, we were over at Rig Stream. We raided Rig, and Rig talked about because Rig Retro Island Gaming for people who don't know had come come into our Armor Core streams during another age when we were getting mulched by Ultra bosses. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, Armor Core has been pretty rough over there. Anyways, Gigaboots, uh, they do this thing where they beat games in a single playthrough, and in one night they did like two Armored Cores, and someone in chat over there was just like. Oh, uh, they hated it maybe because they marathoned it. Armor Core is good, and I'm like, he specifically saw the end of four with the, the end of another age with those four fucked up missions, and then the guy immediately went, "Oh, never mind. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's that's some rough shit." <laughs> uh, but yeah, aside from that, we don't plan on doing anything else other than playing, of course, Pokemon Sun or Moon. We have yet to decide, right? I have access to both. Playing either is do very moon. doable. Really? Sun gang. I mean, the, the, the interesting thing with Moon is that we would get a very sunshiny playthrough because most of the time Pokemon Days happens in the evening. So it flips the day-night cycle on that version. Yes, it, it does mm, that. Yeah. Um, interesting. I also just think Moon has the cooler legendary. Wrong. Also, I think Moon has a cooler version of the dog Pokemon. Oh, I don't remember. It has a different evolution based on which version you have. I forgot that it was locked oh. to versions. Yeah, it gets the one that looks kind of Knuckles esque. <laughs> but does it chuckle? It does. <laughs> oh, shit. That's important. Lycanroc? Yes, oh, Lycanroc. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. I've watched all yeah, the things right about that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I've watched almost the entire Sun Moon anime, so I might be better at drawing these Pokemon. Holy shit! <laughs> we'll see. That's pretty hype. I would not expect something like that. Okay. <laughs> Did, does the anime have all those like random ass mega Pokemon from the end game? Oh, like the, uh, the Ultra Beasts. Ultra Beasts. Beast. Yes, they're actually a big part of that story. Hell yeah. Hey, yeah, it's yeah. really good. God, that was really cool. Yeah, that's, it's also like love Sun and Moon. The best drawn Pokemon anime I've seen. Yeah, I remember when it came out, it, it started hitting everywhere. Like, uh, maybe you should watch Pokemon again, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, that shit looks awesome. It's the sort of thing that makes me wish I was watching the Pokemon anime. 
Hey, Dr. Agro, do you have anything going on in the next week? Uh, well, apparently, since we have re-entered a golden age of demos, probably two or three more fucking demos. Right? And then maybe by next week, I can talk about COD and Harvestella and what everyone already did weeks ago. I can feel like it was good. And we can talk about how we team up in COD. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Get those team-ups in COD. Uh, Chris Wolfhard. Do you have anything going uh, on in the next we, week? We achieved my stream goal, so on Saturday oh, I have to, at the very least, begin <sighs> confronting Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah! You gonna co-host that aggro? <laughs> When's he doing it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I have to, I have to play through Banjo-Kazooie. I probably won't happen in one, in one massive stream. It'll probably be two. Uh, but you never know. I might go. I might become deranged suddenly. Or be like, I don't know what was Dan's problem was. I've gotten through eight levels in six hours. I guess we could finish this. Man, that would that would actually be insane. I think our playthrough was eleven and a half or twelve and a half. Something. It up was there. longer yeah. than your Kingdom Hearts one playthrough. Yeah, so it, it was somewhere in that ten to twelve range. I I feel like what I think what happened is that you were doing really well, and you got uh -huh. to click Clockwood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that that actually is genuinely exciting. I'm glad I have no plans on Saturday. <laughs> Anyways, that's core four is twenty hours long. <laughs> no! Let me let me look up the how long to beat because I've intentionally kept myself in the shadow about this this whole time. In the, in the dark? No, in the shadow. <laughs> you, but, but but the shadow knows. I've kept myself as a Baldwin about this the whole time. <laughs> Okay, it's only nine. We're good. All right. <laughs> okay, now we're checking for answer. I bet one of these is going to stab me. One of these is going to be like, it's fucking massive. Die. I'll be like, no, I did so well this month to not trap myself into a singular 20-hour game. It's nine hours if you brought in a save file. <laughs> From what? <laughs> exactly. It's enchanted arms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're good. We're good. Anyways... Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to make it to that Chris stream. Uh, do you know about what end of the day you're starting that at? Uh, I was probably gonna start in the early afternoon. Cool. So for okay. you around two. Awesome. Great. Anyways, that's gonna do it for this week on Vens. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Vens. This show was only made possible because of your support over at patreon.com slash GB podcast, where you can help us do amazing things like curse content clubs on Lumalin films and perhaps procure rights for other indie films and, and, and all sorts of other stuff. Also bleach. Anyways, thank you for supporting the channel. <laughs>